I'm a fish boy who skates for Team X Blades with a leprechaun Who plays basketball, come to my smart house Meet my alien sister, don't come hungry Because I'll bet my mom can't cook Hello and welcome to Mom Can't Cook, a DCOM podcast I'm one of your hosts, Luke Westerway and I am the other host, Andy Farrant, and I'm just out here trying to make it in the male-dominated world of podcasting. Oh, Andy, you're so brave. I, yeah, I know. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. And my my dad keeps coming down to the garage where I do the podcasts. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you like normal things a man in his 30s should enjoy? Like, like podcasts? Oh, no, hang on. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Sheds? Is well, a shed is a great place to do a podcast. That's true. It all. Oh man, it's so easy for me. Yeah, got such no. a charmed life. A charmed life. A charmed yeah. podcaster's life. Uh, yeah. Okay, welcome, folks. Today on the podcast, we're talking about a movie that's name is easy for me to remember because it is right on track. Yeah, right on track. I keep thinking Ready to Run, ironically, because I can't remember the name of Ready to Run. Yeah, because then because Ready to Run is called the Confidence of Horses. Yeah, and honestly, and it, Ready to Run. Makes much more sense as a name for this one. Mm, no, right ready, on to, ready to drive, maybe. Ready to, yeah. Ready to License run to the engine. Yeah. yeah. Ready to drag. Ready drag, yeah. drag, drag me to hell. Um, okay. It's a movie that is based on the real life story of the Ender mm. sisters. <laughs> I mean, they can claim that. Sure. They can sure. claim that. Um, yeah. Uh, it is a, do you, do you, well, do, is there anything you want to say up top, Andy? Uh, drag racing seems stupid. Okay. That's what I want to uh, say. Um, I, okay. I think this movie doesn't make any effort to make drag <laughs> re- racing seem either cool or more <laughs> difficult. importantly, yeah, difficult. I think that's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't make drag racing seem difficult, which yeah. is the big problem. I watched, I, halfway through this movie, I paused it and thought, what, what, are they just... Are they just pressing go? Is the driver yeah. essentially ballast? <laughs> it's essentially ballast, yeah. And I googled it and I did some research and drag racing actually is a very difficult and, uh, or, or, you know, a very difficult sport. At least, you know, it's a diff- difficult thing to win for a number of reasons. Nah. Um, and, but but I, was an, I was then, I became even more annoyed watching the film that it does such a poor job of putting across absolutely anything about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you... Uh, uh, you at this point in your life, motorsport has got you in its sort of oily tendrils, hasn't it? it yeah, it does. Yeah, so yeah. so you like stuff like this. I know, but but even as a motorsports, like I mean, they don't even go around any corners. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, we'll get we'll get into yeah, like yeah, the yeah, many yeah. reasons why drag racing seems stupid. Let's yeah. start with the Disney Channel trying to convince you to watch this. Yes, um, bunch of lies about someone's this life. Poor man's motocrossed. Yeah, Erica Enders has a need for speed. I can beat that. So does her sister, Courtney. They're two of the fastest junior drag racers in the world. You don't let me win, did you? Yeah, right. Based on a true story of Erica and Courtney Enders. Sisters who changed the rules on the racetrack. Same for little girls. Why don't you do us and the sport a favor and get out now? How does it feel to be the only girl out here today? And found out dreams can come true. Erica Enders has qualified for the National. 
Beverly Mitchell of 7th Heaven and Brie Larson are Erica and Courtney Anders. I did it, Erica! I did it! Don't get cocky, Courtney. You're still my little sister, and that is still my drag star. Right on track. A new Disney Channel original movie. Rock and roll, monkey. Stick up. When I'm out there on the track, I just feel like that's where I belong. Right on track. Opening Friday, March 21st at 8, 7 central on Disney Channel. Okay, so we open on a drag race car being wheeled out of a garage. If you've never seen a drag race car, it's sort of like a a big, long, like, roller skate. Yes. It is the most ludicrous looking car. It's like a a clown shoe on wheels. Yes, a clown shoe is... Yeah, imagine a clown shoe, but also, but the back wheels are big and serious and look like something that the biker mice from Mars would fight against or something. But the front wheels are like little sort of bicycle stabilizers. They're like comicals. (laughs) They're like little... They're like the kind of casters that you'd put a filing cabinet on. Imagine if you wanted to slice a piece off a pizza in in the work kitchen and you didn't want anyone to know you'd stolen a piece of pizza. Yeah. So you slice a very narrow piece of pizza <laughs> put some wheels on yeah, that okay. yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. a drag race car it's yeah that is, that, car. Is, that is basically yeah. what they look like um okay the thing is though although the car mm. looks kind of ridiculous for me as soon as this garage door lifts up revealing this racing machine it's yeah. immediately obvious that's not something you should put a child in <laughs> because yeah like in case they press the wrong button and the car fires at 200 miles an hour across the street into the neighbor's house. Yeah, yeah, like the sort of rocket car they would use to try and break like land speed records. Yes. And like just catapult people into the ocean and then they die. Honestly, if your drive was on a camber and you pressed the wrong button, you could legitimately be fired into space. (laughs) So this indulgent father is wheeling this drag racing car out of his garage and his tiny daughter is sat in the driving seat making car sounds with her mouth. Yeah, she's going vroom, vroom, vroom. Uh, the the dad then fishes her out of this death machine and says that, that it's time for him to go to, to a drag race, we infer. And she says, can I go? And dad says, no, you you can't. You're too little. Not, not this time. Not this you time. Little, you little yeah. girl. You little girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the dad is, he, he's sort of being kind of charming and we, we're getting kind of good vibes from the dad even though all we've seen him do so far is put a child in a death it's, machine yeah, that if she pressed the wrong button child. would fire her directly into the neighbor's house yeah. so uh, as 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 he leaves she says rock and roll daddy stick him yeah um uh some rock and roll guitars wail and we see that um the drag racing car is indeed right on the track as in yes. that's in the title of this film the- i've written here drag racing seems stupid um <laughs> Okay, all right, look, I'll get I'll get this out of the way. I'm not exactly going to bat for drag racing here because it's not something that I particular it's not something I've ever enjoyed or been interested in at all. Yeah. But here's the reason why it's hard. Because it's a reaction test, okay. basically. All right, like, let me let me explain. Let me okay. start this by saying how the film presents drag racing. Yes, yes, that would be better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh two of these um drag racing cars, they line up on the track. Yep. Next to each other. The lights go red, orange, orange, green. Mm. When it goes green, you start. Yes. You go as fast as you can for nine seconds in a straight line. Yep. And that's the end of the race. You don't yes. have to go around corners. No. You don't have to like <laughs> jockey for position. You presumably don't even have to like adjust your speed. And then you just like floor it. Well, you adjust adjust it upwards as much as you can, I suppose. But there's several drag races in this film where people are like going next to each other and one of them goes, I'll go a bit faster, I think. 
Yeah. And then they speed up and then win. Like, why doesn't everyone do that? They look at that speed at the start. They look across at the other car and go, ha-ha, suck on this, and then go even faster. (laughs) Go faster. And then sometimes the other driver will go, oh yeah, well, how about this? And then they'll go even faster. And this is all happening in the span of nine seconds, which is how long every race in this takes. And it's fractions of a second in each one. Yeah. So it's like, oh, they went 8.59. Well, well, for one thing, drag racing like a lot of motorsport is a team sport so it's not just about the person in the car it's about how good a car you can build well you wouldn't know it from this movie no you wouldn't uh secondly uh it it's because they go for such like short bursts of time it's incredibly important to get a great launch so like your reaction time is really important and crucially this is what the film doesn't mention at all you have to go up through the gears at like the best possible moment, so like you have <laughs> the to best t- possible moment in the nine seconds. Yeah, you have to like you have to time your gear shifts. You know, correct. <laughs> takes like nine seconds to do one gear shift. Well, I, yeah. Well, maybe they only have one. Ge- maybe they have to shift it out of neutral and into go. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Look, that's it. That's it. All right. Now I, I feel like I felt for some reason compelled to play devil's advocate for drag racing. Mm. I don't know why, but now I have. So I'm not going to do it again. Now okay. I feel It'll like come I can. Up a lot. More in the film. Now, please let me rag on the drag. Which yeah. is rag what? on the drag. Let's rag on the drag, which is what I want to do. Okay, so on screen, we get uh, a bit of text. This is based on the life story of Erica and Courtney Enders. Yes. Uh, and then the little girl is in the street. Um, a boy skids up on a bike and he says, Hey, Erica, still got your training wheels on, you big baby. And then <laughs> no, Erica's... my dad took my training wheels off and put them on his drag race. <laughs> put them on the front. Put them on his <laughs> rocket car. <laughs> Uh, I can beat you, says Erica. You cannot. I can too. She's, they go into an argument. Yes. They're going to have a race to the mailbox. It's decided. Yeah. And uh, this is all juxtaposed, the little girl having a race with this boy on a bike with the dad, uh, Greg Enders, yeah. um, getting ready for his drag racing race. So Yes. Uh, and it kind of cuts between the dad doing a drag race and um, the the daughter, Erica, racing on her bike. Um yeah, Erica is losing quite badly at the start of this bike race. Um, in the car race, the dad's opponent is gaining on him, so he hits a switch that makes the car go extra fast. <laughs> yeah, and then he wins because of, <laughs> of his extra fast car. Bet the other driver wished he thought of that. Damn it! <laughs> Stomps back to the garage. <laughs> Why didn't you put a switch in mine? <laughs> that makes it go extra fast. <laughs> I, oh. but you only put the fast switch in. <laughs> oh, boss, we never thought he'd use a switch that made him go extra fast. <laughs> Well, you're all fired. <laughs> um, I'm imagining he was, he's a sort of rich European heir who's yes, just a sort of yeah, idle yeah, yeah. playboy who races drag racing. Yeah, absolutely. In his, Absol- yeah, yeah. In his spare time. Yeah. Yes. So He doesn't so, know anything about the real America. No. Oh, man. I would watch that. Why isn't, this film, <laughs> why isn't that this film? Okay. The thing about this, this tonally, this movie has already set out its stall in that, like, there's going to be an awful lot of scenes but not a lot of them <laughs> add anything at all. And I don't yeah. mean, like, I just mean that in this movie, there is an unbelievably slight amount of drama. Of actual, yeah, an actual story. Like, yeah, okay, so when I, tension. when I watch these films, I make notes of everything that's happening. Um, I think my notes for this are the most amount of pages of notes I've made. Really? No, like, none of it is consequential, really. Yeah. There's, like, three things that happen in this film. So I... 
I found myself writing, it adds little to the end of most paragraphs. <laughs> Describe yeah. it like, this happened, it adds little. Okay, so this this whole thing is, so Erica, she's going along with her training wheels. They're not yeah. touching the ground. Um, yeah. And then they break off like Forrest Gump's leg braces. And that makes her go faster somehow. And she wins the bike race. She has her own switch on her bike. Yeah, <laughs> it's her legs going yeah. faster. <laughs> yeah. She wins, the dad wins his race. Yeah, they both go. And then Almost we cu- every scene in this movie is Erica easily winning something yeah and someone will go oh erica can you win and then she does and everyone goes well good yeah (laughs) it's like it's wild that the disney company came to erica enders and said erica you've really done it you're the greatest let's make a film about you in which you win everything and other best yeah it's like yeah sounds good sounds good to me Yeah. yeah but but like the film aims to set up this sort of narrative of like uh like oh she has sort of okay okay I feel I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but the annoying thing about this movie is that it sets up what I think is a great premise. It's like, can this young girl succeed in the, the premise unbelievably male-dominated yeah. world of like motorsport? Yeah. It's a premise we've seen done very well in motocross. Expertly in motocross. Yeah. However, the actual drama mostly centers around will she or will she not cheat on her French test. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, we're not, again, and we're going to get into alert, this. She doesn't even cheat on the French yeah, test. because she's too pure and noble. She's pushed right up to the point of cheating on a French test. Yeah. But doesn't. This is, yeah, it's, that is the low point of this <laughs> narrative arc. It's, again, it's a significantly worse film than Motocross because the main character is a, a paragon of virtue who has no character flaws. And also... Her family are unbelievably supportive of her, which is the main yes. like drama and yeah. dramatic tension yeah. in motocross. Although I will say that um, the family is extremely supportive, especially the dad, even though it's clear from the beginning that junior drag racing is like a concept. It's like a Simpsons gag. Yeah. Junior drag? Are you sure? <laughs> you want to really? Put- you don't. You don't mean put children in them? Surely, yeah. right? Well, this is so. Yeah, we cut to four years later after this race. And um, we see that uh, Erica is still obsessed with drag racing. She's making little plasticine models of drag cars in her in her school class. Yes. And at home, she's holding a magazine article announcing the formation of a new junior drag racing league. Mm. Come on, mom. She Presumably, says. Presumably, it's in Mad Magazine as a joke. <laughs> it's like, what would be this? What would be the most negligent thing? Yeah. We could do. Come on, mom. It's a new league. They just started. They're called Junior Dragsters. The roll cage withstands crashes up to 250 miles an hour. The car only goes about 60. Absolutely not. Honey. I'll have a fire suit. And a five-point harness. All right, all right. Give it a rest, please. I do not like to be ganged up on. It's dangerous. Ow! Please, Mom, please. Please, oh, please. Just get ready for that. I love I love the list of things the dad's like the roll cage can withstand crashes up to 250 miles an hour and she's like and I'll have a fire suit on for when I burst into flames <laughs> the roll cage can support all of this immense crushing force does that make you feel better darling you wear a five point harness so like when her he- her head Whiplash is back, yeah. The the body will be preserved (laughs) so we can give it a proper burial. 
Oh, yeah. We'll know exactly where it is. Open casket all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Dad is so keen to get his daughter installed in one of these deadly machines. The playground's more dangerous, he claims. Wrong. The <laughs> playground would only be more dangerous if a drag racer was in yeah. it. <laughs> the the playground would only be more dangerous if you launched it at 250 miles an hour into a wall. Yeah, when you go on, when you go to play hopscotch, you yeah. don't have to be strapped into a five-point harness. You don't have to wear a fire suit to go on the swings because yeah. the likelihood of you catching fire is very low. There's no need to install a roll cage around the swing ball, is there? Because it's not that dangerous. It's not going to roll over. Unlike a drag racing car. Compared to putting your child in a rocket and firing it and (laughs) firing it horizontally across across the salt flats of Utah. (laughs) Exactly across across a runway. (laughs) If it were dangerous, would I let her do it? Dad follows up. Checkmate. Mum's got nothing to say to that. Flawless logic. Um, Yeah. uh, Dad says, "Would you be so against it if it was violin lessons?" Yeah. Mum makes Mum makes the arguably good point that nobody ever got killed playing the violin. Would you be so against it if it was something completely different and much safer? <laughs> yes. Oh no, obviously. <laughs> obviously no, not. I wouldn't. Because my problem is that it's so <laughs> unsafe. My problem is it's specifically the sport of junior drag racing. Yeah. All the way through this movie, the dad is gonna say things like, look. The most important thing for me is safety. And it doesn't matter to me if you want to drag race, but all the time he's like crocheting her like fire suits and sort of like, <laughs> like painting her drag racer and being like, yes, yes. You <laughs> Also, this is a, I know you find motorsports tedious, Andy, so I, yeah. I, I don't want to dwell on this, but like many of the most successful uh, like athletes in motorsports have dads who were less successful motorsports drivers. And that's like, and I think you can fill in the blank between them being an unsuccessful motorsports driver with a young child. Yeah. Obsessively training them to reclaim your glories. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a, it's a real thing. So regardless of what the dad says, just bear in mind that he is like wringing his hands, thinking of, Firing his child yeah. horizontally across the salt flats, <laughs> and the, yeah, the mother is just like, "Please, please, don't endanger our child like this." And he's like, "Wouldn't say that if it were violin lessons." Yeah, no, you hypocrite. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> you sit in your tower. You wouldn't have a problem with it if a violin was fired at her at two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> what if I sat here and I hollowed out violin and fired it across the salt flats of Utah? What would you say then? What if I set fire to a violin lesson? <laughs> so. We cut to the first ever junior drag racing event. Um, yeah. Erica is signed up. Uh, she's excited. Also, the dad is talking such bullshit because he is a professional drag. He knows how dangerous this is. Yeah. He knows that every few years there is a fatality. Like, it's <laughs> it's really dangerous. Yeah, and this... Uh, so in this scene, a, a, like a, a sort of redneck guy walks up to the dad and he's like, you think it's a good idea letting a little girl go out there? Um I don't know why this man has, att- has attended an event dedicated specifically to this exact thing. Yeah, which is letting, li- letting little children go out in rocket cars, but he seems against the idea. Yeah, I don't know. But the, the other thing about this is that this dude wanders up and he says like, yeah, you sure it's a good idea letting a little girl go out there? And dad witheringly responds, let's wait until the end of the race and see. And this scene is played like it's a bit of uh, misogyny. But I wonder if perhaps it's not the girl bit that this guy has trouble with and... 
Maybe it's the li- <laughs> yeah. like. Are you sure it's a good idea letting a little girl yeah. go out there? Letting a, a literal child. Are you sure it's a good idea letting a child go out there in this rocket? Gender time. be damned. I'm not sure we should be firing children across <laughs> the salt flat. Strapping children to a rocket. Yeah. Hey, let's wait till the end of the race and see if they're still alive then, hey? Yeah, yeah. Don't you yeah. even worry. Oh, man, the roll cages they have these days, yeah. don't even worry about it. Of yeah, course, can- why are those roll cages there? I suppose they're in a reaction to a fatal accident. <laughs> that tends to be how safety... mandated, yeah. Yeah, that's how safety you improves wear that in motorsports. Someone yeah. is killed and they go, oh, we didn't think of that happening. Why is she going to wear a fire suit? Oh, it's because a, uh, a child caught fire doing this exact thing. Hmm. But it probably won't happen again. But it won't happen again because of the fire suit. Yeah. The Bear Patrol must be working perfectly. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, Erica's admittedly glorious black and pink uh, dragster is wheeled up to the start line. It looks really good. Uh, side note, the real one of this car is actually on display in the California NHRA Museum. Okay. So they- is that a sort of porter cabin out the back of <laughs> No, it a, looks- a petrol station in... <laughs> yes, Sonoma. <laughs> no, it's well. Well, I, look, I cannot. You building. cannot convince me this is a real. What the NHRA? Sport that's, that's popular. The and National that people Hot Rod Association. To. Yeah, but it's like, oh, hey guys, do you want to go to the hot rods race today? And it's like, oh yeah, I'll get a picnic. We'll go down there. Oh, the whole finished. family. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was nine seconds. Uh, all right, <laughs> what do you want to do with the rest of the eighteen hours we set aside <laughs> for the day? <laughs> Dad makes some joke about yeah. how, boy, I wish we had one of those cars to drive home because <laughs> it, it is a five-hour drive. Yeah. Dad's like, oh, I, hang on, I forgot uh, I forgot the picnic blanket in the car. Let's just turn... <laughs> oh, oh, we missed, oh, that no, was it. Nuts. We missed the race. That's <laughs> oh, $26 each we're not getting back. <laughs> and also the faster by it goes, the better. It's like, yeah. wow, that race was only seven seconds long. Incredible wow. time. Yeah. Sure wish, we, sure wish we could have seen it. Yeah, Sadly, the human eye seconds. can't really process <laughs> things moving at that speed. <laughs> also, they go such distances in that time and you can only sit in one spot. Yeah. Which is the problem <laughs> so with you get spectating motorsport is that you'll see it go and then it's gone. Yeah. At least in like <laughs> Formula One, they do laps. You'll get to yeah, see them go yeah. past like 30 or 40 times. Yeah, you'll get to see it go like past, yeah. past you. You're like, hooray. <laughs> And then you've got like five minutes to go to the toilet and get a drink. Back back in the car. (laughs) I'm actually going to leave two seconds into the race and beat the traffic. (laughs) Beat the rush out of the car. Well, we saw it, kids. (laughs) I'm not getting stuck in traffic. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. Yeah, okay. Uh, Anyway, everyone's very sexist to Erica because she's a girl. Yeah. Uh, The announcer calls her Eric. Yes. Has to be corrected. He can't say her name without laughing. Yeah, he's like through peals of laughter. He's like, oh, it's actually Erica. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're on track, uh, lining up against Erica. There's a, a boy in the in the rival car. Uh, and he asks his dad <laughs> nervously, Dad, it's a girl. What if I get bitten yeah. by a girl? To which his terrified father replies, you'll be fine. <laughs> but, but then <laughs> do your best. crunch down on that molar. <laughs> <laughs> We'll bring shame to this family. The beaten Um, by girl protocol. (laughs) The the, the child nods in solemn understanding. Um, So the race starts. They both go fast in a straight line. There appears to be no skill involved. Uh, Erica wins. You were so good, says dad of Erica sitting in a chair as it went fast in a straight line. (laughs) 
they walk past the Nationals trophy and she eyes it covetously. Yeah, um, Erica says that she wants to win it one day and Dad says, well, every racer wants the same thing. And Erica says, you wait and see. I'm going to win that. And then on screen, bam, seven years later. Yeah. The trophy, by the way, the one that everyone's coveting is a sort of golden <laughs> golden statue of a, a guy who looks like a sort of middle management office yeah, supply looks, chain looks like manager. A, looks like a Playmobil man. Yeah, yeah he's got a sort of sensible haircut. Yeah, and because they couldn't fit a whole dragster onto the trophy, it's just one big wheel. Yeah, big <laughs> wheel big and wheel a sensible a sensible looking man. Yeah, sensible man going, look at the size of this wheel. Yeah. Uh, so seven years later, in the garage... Uh, Dad is talking Erica through her new car. She's gone up a class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now she has like a fast, good car. Dad makes yeah. clear that this newest stage of competition is going to be even tougher and more mm-hmm. deadly. He doesn't say more deadly, but it clearly will be because this thing looks, <laughs> yeah. this thing looks like... Uh, it's like when you strap a human... Mm-hmm. When, you, when motorsports happens, the default outcome is you are crushed in metal. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Everything that you are doing and that the car is doing is doing its best to fight against the natural thing to happen, which is for you to be crushed by metal. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. Anyway, it's just like, it's just, how could you look at this machine and be like, put my daughter in that? Yeah. 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 She's not even listening to his safety lectures. She's like rolling his eyes and he's like, stop rolling your eyes at me and listen. And we hear laughter coming from across the garage. And we see um, Courtney, the the sister of Erica. She's a sort of tween Brie Larson. Yeah, little sister, a microscopic Brie Larson. Yeah. Um, Dad is explaining that if the sisters want to race, then they have to keep their grades up. Dad says if they drop below an A, there will be no racing out of state. Now, the kids are quite young, so they don't realise this is, of course, an extremely empty threat, and Dad will probably pull them out of school to focus on their drag <laughs> racing careers. Because this <laughs> because is everything never won the big one. Yeah. 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 This is all he cares about. Um... Cut to the race. Most of this film is a scene of someone winning a race. Yeah. And then a scene in a house that adds nothing. And then another scene of a race. Yeah. So now we're back at the track. It's in Houston, Texas, which is where they live. Yes. Um, so it's the big final. The two finalists are Erica Enders and a boy called Geordie Knowlton. Hated Geordie Knowlton. Yeah. His dad is Rusty Knowlton, former yeah. national runner-up. He's at a serious disadvantage as he lines up against Erica because he cannot stop laughing at the concept of racing a girl. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how he's even going to see the lights through his eyes streaming with tears. Yeah. Um, so the race starts. They go really fast in a straight line. Um, they jockey for position somehow. Yeah. Uh, even though it's nine seconds and they're going as fast as they can in a straight line. Yeah. Um, and Erica, Erica loses. Erica loses. Geordie just has it. Rusty, Geordie's dad, comes over and gloats and cheers obnoxiously. Yeah. Um, dad tells Erica after the race that she has to go and shake Geordie's hand. Uh, but yeah, when because she gets, he is a noble man. Yes, because he is a noble man. But when she gets there, Geordie's dad, Rusty, intercepts. Congratulations. Good race. You show me a good loser, I'll show you a loser. This ain't for little girls. So, young lady, why don't you do us and the sport a favour and get out now? All these men are wearing shirts with like Guy Fieri flames going up the sleeves as yeah. well. So just bear that in mind. Yeah. When you hear that. Yes. Uh, so at home, Erica is sulking. Mom is like, are you going to be like this every time you lose? Because you're a real pain in the ass. Yeah. She's <laughs> she, she's uh, playing with a like a reaction tester machine yeah. where like lights come on and you have to press a button as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Mum says, uh, are, are the trophies really worth what you're putting yourself through? Yeah. And Erica says, Mum, it might sound stupid, but when I'm on track, I feel like it's where I belong. Yeah. Uh, and Mum makes, makes a face that could be interpreted either as loving understanding or total despair. Yeah. This, <laughs> and honestly, I would, I would relate to both, I think. Yeah. During this scene, Courtney has a go on the reaction machine and gets a better time than Erica. Mm. A little foreshadowing of, of Courtney's preternatural drag racing skills. Yes. Yeah. So now there's a scene in school. It's going to add little, but here's what happens. Mm. Erica is passed a note in class. It says, Erica, party at, at like an email address, yep. at my house Saturday, lots of chocolate and hot guys. Uh-huh. And Erica mimes One back. of those chocolate and hot guy parties. Yeah, well, you know. You know, like used to have. Yeah, chocolate and hot guy party. In the noughties, they would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, just a bunch of Abercrombie hunks rolling around in a chocolate in fondue. A, yeah, in, a, in one of those chocolate fountains. chocolate fountains. Yeah, yeah just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, while Erica and her friends stand around going, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Erica does, like, donuts in a drag race. <laughs> well, so Erica mimes back that she can't attend because she has to... I think this mime is that she has to do a race, but it looks like the mime is saying, I have to milk a cow. So. That's a generous interpretation of the, of the mime. <laughs> okay. So that was a scene that wasn't at the drag strip. So yeah. cut to cut Texas to Raceway. Now it's Courtney, the, Courtney yeah, is having Courtney. a race. She's in the pink car now. She goes very fast in a straight line and she wins. Everyone yeah. is delighted. Uh, she wins with a time of 8.99, which breaks the previous record set by Erica. Yes. Needless to say, Erica goes ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you see that? Did you see that? Congratulations. Now we're both in the record books. Yeah. Well, isn't that great? What's the matter? You had a good time, that's all. That's all. That's all. Whatever. So yeah, Courtney has beaten Erica's time and Erica cannot stand it. Yeah. I mean, could you be expected to stand it if your younger sibling effortlessly was better than you at the thing? And the that... thing that you love and that is you've just explained in the previous scene yeah, is it... the only thing that you care about and the only place you feel like you belong in the world. Yeah, the only time you feel alive. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Erica is venting here to her pal, Randy, an affable but dorky guy who I assume from the very first second I see him is hopelessly in love with Erica, but will never say it. Do they ever, do they say Randy's name at any point in this film until like the last 15 minutes? I don't think so. Randy is a bit of a B moody uh, situation, sure. which new listeners is a callback to our ready to run episode uh-huh. because... Randy appears to sort of live with the Enders family. Yeah. We never see his parents, I don't think. His, 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 so the IMDb page has a actor credited as his father. Was he the kid who was lining up opposite Erica and was like, I don't want to lose to a girl? Yes. Okay. That's who it was. Right. That makes sense. 
yeah, because there's also a young, there's also a young Randy listed in the cast, and okay. I'm like, when did we see young Randy? But uh, so, it doesn't yeah, make he's... much sense because the story we're supposed to believe is that he lost to a girl, and then his dad was like, "Well, go and live with that family. You're out." That's that's how it works. It's like a sort of feudal lord thing. It's like yes. defeated me in combat, and now you are my ward. Yes, Courtney's not really Erica's <laughs> really... sister. It's Erica a political, just be... political be... kidnapping. Yeah, Erica, <laughs> like in a... Game of Thrones. Yeah, Erica beat. Courtney in a race, and now Dad acquires an extra drag racer. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just got him working as a mechanic, as a sort of like insult to the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or, or, yeah. or maybe he more. Maybe he's such a valuable political pawn that he doesn't dare risk him on the battlefield of drag racing, which is so dangerous. It's like, of course, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like keeping him in the Tower of London, like right, so he yeah. can produce airs and not get killed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I like throughout all my notes, I'm referring to him as like the friend, and then I'm like, I've I've got to go on IMDb and look up this character's name because I can't keep calling him this. Yeah. But they don't ever like. There's a bit two thirds of the way through the film where they call him Randy. But yeah. before that, I don't think they actually name him. He appears to, like, he. you never see him in the family home, but you do see him sometimes sleeping in the family trailer and yeah, sometimes sleeping in the car. In the car, <laughs> sleeping in a, in a hedgerow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pressing he's his always, he's pressing always his scavenging for food. Yeah. He's always trying to get food and, like, <laughs> uh, maybe a, a hot shower yeah. if, you'd, if you'd spare him the... The While his dad sends a raven to Normandy to <laughs> let his... Let Ask for proof of life. Yeah, <laughs> to let King Louis, yeah. his father, know <laughs> that he will bear the royal heir. <laughs> They're sending over a Habsburg princess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the vibe with Randy. Um, so... There's a knock on the trailer door. It's Jerry Trammell from, <laughs> <laughs> from National Dragster magazine. Um, Erica is delighted to see him But what's this? He's here to talk to Courtney An unconscionable betrayal Yeah dun, dun, dun. So that is the end of that scene, right? Yep uh, well, Eric, like Courtney, is being, be, Courtney is, is being smugly interviewed And Erica sort of broods at the window of the trailer And yeah. then we cut to Erica talking to Rusty Randy? Randy Randy Rusty's the evil dad Yeah sorry Randy She's explaining that Erica is better than her At playing the media game mm. And and also racing she, <laughs> yeah. tries, she tries half as hard But is just as good Everything just comes easier to her I know She says know. And then Randy says She's a lot better because of you mm. But you know Yeah And then uh, he sort of looks at her And, and she's like I, I, I'm going to find you a girlfriend Which is <laughs> Yeah. yeah there's a lot of awkwardness between erica and randy um there's going to be more yeah but it's never going to be acknowledged and it's crucially never going to become like a plot point or a moment or like any kind of drama yeah it adds little it adds yeah. it adds little she says she doesn't have a, a boyfriend because she races every weekend plus the boys are all intimidated by how good she is at drag racing yes um and then a horn honks and a woman rides up on a tiny quad bike all the teen boys are all over her she yep. looks quite a lot older than both of them. I think this is the real Erica Enders. Really? In a cameo. Like a cameo. Oh. So she cast herself um, in a cameo role of a hot girl that all the teen boys are into. Well, I don't think I don't think Erica Enders Erica Enders didn't direct this. Yeah. She, I don't think she had casting like final final decisions over <laughs> casting. But she she like drives up on a tiny little. Tell my life story, but on one condition, I get to drive around on a tiny <laughs> quad bike. Quad bike. In the back of, in the back of every shot, teams. I'll be riding around in a tiny quad bike. It's, it's an Easter egg. 
<laughs> Erica, it's not an Easter egg if you're in every scene on a tiny quad bike honking the horn. No, it is. Um, so, uh, yeah, the um, why do they like her so much, Erica asks, and Randy says, simple, she loses. Yeah, so the boys aren't intimidated by her. Yeah. So that's a sort of fun joke, isn't it? Because Erica doesn't lose, does she? That's the whole point. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah, yeah. if that really is Erica, if that's the Erica Ender's cameo, then then yeah, it's yeah. A, good, a good little nod. Because, yeah, she doesn't lose. She's mm. really good. So, cut to school. It has little. That's right. That, that, yeah. That scene added little. This scene is going to add little as well. But here's what happens. It's gym class. Erica clearly has a crush on a boy playing basketball. That's right. Some mean girls mock her. They say, hey, it's our racer girl. Big deal. She drives a car. I wonder if she chews yeah. tobacco too. And then they make the mistake of implying that drag <laughs> racing is not a sport. It's not, it's not an athletic sport. Needless to say, Erica yeah. goes a <laughs> Yeah. They say it doesn't take a lot of athletic ability to sit on your butt. Decide to come out for a real sport, Erica. If you get winded or anything, take a break. You saying what I do is not a sport? Well, it doesn't take a lot of athletic ability to sit on your butt. Don't forget, she has to step on the gas, too. <laughs> Ever drive a dragster? The G-forces are so intense, it slams you into the seat. You can't breathe, literally, because of the pressure on your lungs. Makes it kind of hard to move your head and arms, and believe me, you gotta do both. So you really have to develop your arm and shoulder muscles. And as for hand and eye coordination, you make a mistake, you lose a point. I make a mistake, someone can get hurt. So sorry, I gotta disagree with you. It does take a little athletic ability to do what I do. So at the end there, she does like a big um, like netball spike. Yeah. Volleyball but, spike. Sorry, yes, volleyball spike. But wouldn't it be so choice if she didn't? If she just like... <laughs> yeah, because her legs are atrophied because she all she does is sit on a yeah. chair and go for nine seconds. I think, you know, so, okay, I know that form, Formula One drivers obviously have to be ex in like peak physical condition because of the... Massive necks. Yeah, because of the endurance elements of Formula One <laughs> racing. Now, the races, <laughs> the races in drag racing are, as we've established, yeah. nine seconds long. Yeah. You could be you could be the the most physically unfit specimen and still do anything for nine seconds. You need to be as physically fit, I imagine, as you need to be to like go on like the Hulk roller coaster at Universal, which you know also fires okay. you forward fast. Yeah, so you need to be able to physically fit in the harness. Yeah, and not not be pregnant. Yeah, yeah, but you it. know <laughs> that's the extent. Oh, and it'll be be over four foot six. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Erica's yeah. like, do you know I couldn't even do this if I wasn't over four foot six? Yeah, you, yeah, you volleyball girls, you the, don't even know that I've got to sit in a chair for nine seconds. The, the so thing is, up, up until this point, I was lamenting the fact that the movie had made no efforts to make drag racing seem cool or like it required any skill. So I wanted this, yeah. but actually when this scene happened, I found it absolutely mortifying. <laughs> like, it's so... I found it very embarrassing. She might as well be describing why StarCraft 2 is a sport. It's like... <laughs> It's like, do you know the muscles in my finger required for my clicks per minute? Uh, do you know how many steps I walk at a Star Trek convention? Yeah, exactly. Do you know the concentration you need to do DPS on yeah. a raid? Oh, yeah. oh, it's like that. It's like that. It's... <laughs> um, so, yeah, what, one of the points she says in her favour of being athletic is that if she does something wrong, she'll kill someone. <laughs> Which, I mean, again, that's not like... There's a lot of things you can do wrong and kill people. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. I mean, that's true of everyone driving any yeah. car. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
So the girls are chastened anyway. And Erica the girls wins. are chastened. Erica right? wins again. Yeah, Erica. Yes. <laughs> Needless to say, Erica has the last laugh. <laughs> so <laughs> she drives fast on the tiny quad bike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what you think? It's not athletic to be on a quad bike. <laughs> watch, watch this wheelie. <laughs> At home, Erica presents her dad with a drag racing magazine. Mm. Geordie is on the cover. The crown prince of junior drag racing. Yeah. Um, at some point, we find out that Geordie has been on the cover of Drag Racing magazine for the last three months, <laughs> which is like... <laughs> Who's buying this magazine? Is, yeah, like, isn't this a little unfair on the readers? <laughs> yes. Also, the only people who read this are presumably junior drag racers. Yeah, right. Surely they, like... they all get a turn at being on the cover Imagine, and then their parents yeah. buy the magazine. That's how it works. That's the business model. Interviewing Geordie for the third month running. So, yeah. Hey, Jordy, how's it going? Is your inspiration still your dad? Yes. <laughs> All right. See you next month. Do you still aim to be the winningest boy in drag racing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, come back next month, folks, for another exciting edition of Check this magazine. Check in with Jordy. See if Jordy still likes drag racing. <laughs> so, but anyway, so Erica says, why don't we have sponsors like Jordy? Yeah. The, se- the sexist products won't sponsor her. Exactly. She says it's because they're all boys uh, and it seems that Erica can't get a sponsor. And Dad agrees that it isn't fair. He says that he's going to figure out sponsorship. You just keep racing, Erica. I just have a note that he probably should have been on this a bit more. Like, yeah. this sort of thing is ruinously expensive. I can't believe he was just like, oh, get sponsors. Well, I yeah, suppose this- if you think it's a good idea. <laughs> this family seems to buy a new, like, a new rocket car every six months. <laughs> yes. And as far as I can tell, he doesn't... Have a job. His job is putting his children in rocket cars. <laughs> Which, you know, fair enough. If you have sponsors, it could yeah. be, you know. Maybe he's taken out a lot of insurance policies on his daughter and it's just not happening. He can't understand it. He keeps putting them in rocket he's, cars. He's too good a mechanic. He yeah. keeps building Damn. the roll cages too advanced. Yeah. Keeps giving them the good flame suits. This is this is why this is why motorsport has a huge problem with elitism, because it requires like tens yeah. of thousands of like upfront cash to drive to for a car. To even get probably into it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh okay, so the next day, um Dad come, is back in the home. He says that he had a meeting with a Mr. White, who we mm. do not see, about sponsorship, but he says, Erica, it's not good news. He says that Mr. White can't sponsor her. Because a lot of people are upset about her beating the boys. Yeah, this is this is set up like it's going to be a sort of fun fake out. He's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, honey," and you're like, "Oh, here it comes." I'm sorry, we only got three sponsors. I'm sorry, but- we're going to nationals. <laughs> yeah. but he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm he's sorry." Like, I'm they sorry. said they won't sponsor a girl oh, because of boy. sexism. Oh, thanks, Dad. But Erica says, "Thanks for trying, Daddy," and that's the end of that scene. And now we're back to volleyball. I've got to note that it seems like these two volleyball scenes could have somehow been merged. <laughs> There's simply no way. I mean, um, so, but yeah, back at volleyball, yeah. uh, Erica is now bad at it for some reason and she clatters into some equipment and busts her shoulder. Yeah. I guess it, I guess if you'd merged it, she would have had to talk about how athletic she is and then clattered into <laughs> some equipment and busted her shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I make a mistake, I could kill someone. Jumps, yeah. spike. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, my shoulder. Oh, no. <laughs> And I killed someone. <laughs> and I landed on someone and they died. Oh. Um, so, so this is one of many points in this movie where you're like, okay, here comes the drama. Because yeah, now oh, yeah. Erica has to conceal an injury. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, 
Mom is checking on her while she's sleeping and finds the ice pack covering her wound. Yeah. And her that wound. And that is the end of that plot line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why doesn't she do a race, have an accident, hurt yeah. someone else, and learn a lesson about responsibility? And they're like, why didn't you tell us that your steering arm was hurt? Because drag racing's all I have! Because you don't need to steer in drag racing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why do we have a steering wheel? <laughs> why do we have anything? Because, after, because to be fair, after the drag race, they have to drive them around in a circle to get back oh, to the true. start again. So, yeah. I mean, I suppose I could just put it in reverse. Yeah. Probably also. Just work. tow it back on a big cable. <laughs> yeah. Um, they should just put a bungee cable on the back of it. Yeah, drive as far as you can, and then it yeah will return, and then itself. just pull you back like Wiley Coyote. But yeah, th- there is, but no drama emerges of out of Erica concealing an injury. It's just it, that's just it, it's done. Yeah. But, so the the mum goes to the garage to talk to the dad. She thinks that he's pushing her too hard, this, which this, is why I, she would conceal an injury. I love this scene so much because this is just it's just the dad being yeah. the the most motorsports dad. Mum's like. Maybe she should cut down. It seems like she's hurting herself a lot. Yeah. And he's like, uh, well, have you heard of a little a little guy called God? Uh, because he gave her dra- he gave her the ability to sit in a chair and f- go fast for nine yeah. seconds. And if you don't do it, that's basically like spitting in God's face. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And while the me. haters might say, maybe my daughter's so passionate about drag racing because she idolises her father and it's all I do all the time. <laughs> and it's all I've made her do since birth. And from a very early age, I've made it clear that she can do this and told her that she's extremely good at it. And actually, probably like anyone could be good at this if they'd tried it and practised it yeah. loads from like being a toddler. If that's what, if that's the attitude you're going to bring to me. Mm hmm. Then just get out of this garage right now. Then this marriage is over. This marriage is over. Um, but also, please know I need more of your father's money. <laughs> We're going to have to sell more of your mother's jewellery. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, again, this movie is like a bad motocross because motocross has yeah. an actually bad dad, a really like loathable villain dad. Whereas this dad is not, not supposed to be a villain. He just... He he's just, Yeah, he's p- presented as an incredibly supportive... Yeah. Everyone Fun. is like this movie is unbelievably mild. Yes, and 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 that's and like they're all children's movies apart from Don't Look Under the Bed. None of them are that intense. Yeah, but like, but this one is really, really. But like motor, motocross like, just yeah. keeps chucking drama grenades into the story. Yeah, it's like okay, well, uh, how are they going to win this race? And then they they like do win the race, and you're like, oh man, okay, I'm glad they won. And then suddenly there's a sexual Frenchman in their house. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, how are they going to deal with this sexual Frenchman? I know. It's a good movie. Yeah. Man. Okay. But dad's like, she'll never make nationals if she stops racing for a single second. And yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. if God gives you a natural talent like this, it has to be encouraged. And mom looks at him in love with him all over again. Yeah. Um, she's like, wow, what a swell guy. Anyway, that's the end of that scene. Now we're back yeah. at the track. There's a bit more building up of Geordie Knowlton as a as a villain. So he's uh, like Luke said on the cover of Junior Dragster magazine for the third straight <laughs> third month. Straight month. And then he says, um, "I'm I'm down here to scope out the competition. I might be meeting one of these guys down here for nationals." Mm. And then Erica goes, "Hey, f- <laughs> well, she overhears him casually talking about this guy. Yeah, she's yeah. furious. So Erica is extremely angry." at Geordie, about Geordie, the very concept of Geordie, understandably, mm-hmm. makes Erica furious, justifiably. So yeah. it's time for their time trial. So Erica is furiously watching Geordie do his time trial. He gets a time of 
0.91 seconds. Yeah, he goes very fast in a straight line and gets 8.91 seconds. Yeah, he goes he goes a set distance in a straight line in eight mm-hmm. seconds. 0.91. Now it's Erica's turn. The rock and roll is rocking. It's like she's skidding around on the line. She goes very fast in a straight line. Yeah, 8.89, two tenths up. Bam. Awesome. She's elated. Uh, so she's delighted. She's beaten Geordie's time. Later in the paddock, Erica pulls up by Geordie. Yeah, well, Dad Dad is driving a little golf cart yeah, a little with golf her cart. in the passenger seat. I don't know why they're driving a little golf cart. It doesn't seem like this paddock's very big. It seems like yeah. you could walk from one thing to another. Anyway, so they pull up They pull up by Geordie, and Erica has planned a stunt. She throws a pack of tissues yeah, into Geordie's face and shouts... To Rusty, Geordie's dad. These are for your son in case he starts crying when I whoop him in the final. Yeah, it's a savage burn. Absolutely savage. Um, while they reel, dad drives them away. Needless to say, dad is furious. Needless to say, dad goes ape. I think we need. I think we need to hear yeah, dad's lecture. It was just a no. Joke. It wasn't, Erica. For the first time in your life, you embarrassed me. Oh, but it's okay when he does it. You're not him. You have been taught better. You want to lower yourself? Go ahead. Be like the Knowltons. A while ago, I had to teach you how to act when you lose, but I never, never thought I'd have to teach you how to win. All you do is cheapen yourself, says Dad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I mean... I like I get it. I know what you mean, Dad, but also like try and see this from Erica's point of view. I think she's justifiably acting yeah, out here. But like what what dad so I think the reason dad is mad here is because he doesn't he doesn't have confidence that she has what it takes to back it up. If you do that, you've got to win, haven't you? You can't be like this oh, right. is this is tissue, so when you lose, so, and then yeah. you lose, you look like the biggest chump in town. So what dad is actually saying is Erica, Dad is Erica. gonna be it's going to be Erica. really embarrassing when you don't win. When you, when you don't win the drag race. Erica, have you seen this Geordie kid? <laughs> Three straight months in a row. Light junior dra- on the track. Erica. <laughs> Erica, I didn't, I couldn't find a right time to tell you, but I am joining Geordie Norton's race team. <laughs> well, I mean, once Geordie Norton beats Erica, Erica will become the property of Rusty, another pawn sure. in his chess game. She will swear fealty to her le- yeah. liege lord, Bend Rusty Knowlton. Bend the knee to Rusty. <laughs> Possibly be dispatched to Europe- the European drag circuit or something. To <laughs> expand his empire and further his interests abroad. <laughs> Bring him silks and spices. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. back on the track, Erica is racing head-to-head against Geordie uh, yeah. uh, Verrill. Knowlton. Yeah, Sorry. so they're, they're, they're lined up. They're both revving furiously, uh, ready to go. Emotions... Are running high. Erica and Geordie lock eyes before the race starts. Geordie looks smug. Erica looks like a sort of furious wolf. She's, yeah. she's raging and she's in her champing pa- at the bit. In her passion, Erica, oh no, jumps the lights and she is goes, disqualified. Yeah, she goes before it turns green. Yes, and you can't do that even once. No, you get disqualified. She's disqualified, and the people in the stands get. Eight seconds less <laughs> racing than they were expecting that day. Man, we drove all the way from Austin for this. <laughs> now Geordie doesn't have to drive. <laughs> yeah. Nine seconds or otherwise. Geordie, Geordie leisurely drives at five <laughs> miles an hour. He wins. Uh, 
We cut to French class. Erica's on her reaction tester. It's massive. It gets confiscated. Uh, that was that scene. Yeah, it adds little. Back in the paddock. We're back at the track now. Uh, Dad and Courtney, the little sister, Brie Larson, are fixing up an engine when, who's this? My goodness, it's Will Coleman from Team Pennzoil. That's right. He's approaching. Yeah, he says his daughter is a huge fan of Erica's. Mm. Um, I've got some of the big boys here today, he says. And if Erica Vague. shows them something, <laughs> I mean, really shows them something, I might be able to persuade them to sponsor her. Yeah. Courtney drops a wrench in alarm at this news. Well, Pennzoil is a big IRL sponsor of drag racing. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the race is about to begin. The big boys we are led to believe are watching, by which we mean we briefly see Will Coleman in the stands sort of looking. He's not shown any ID, but I'm sure he is yeah. who he says he is. <laughs> he is wearing a Pennzoil logo on his polo shirt. Yeah, that's so. yeah, which you can't fake that. Um, so the race, <laughs> the race is about to begin. But then Randy, yeah. the boy who lives with them and is also the <laughs> chief mechanic, Spots yeah. fluid leaking from Erica's car. That's right. The clutch bolt is loose. It's the loose. throttle's stuck. Um, but it's too late. Erica is away. Vroom. And now, unfortunately, unfortunately, and I don't wish to trivialise this, but the throttle getting stuck on is probably the objectively funniest thing that can <laughs> go wrong. <laughs> to a drag that car. can go wrong in any race car, right? Yeah. You know, having your brake line cut is one thing. A throttle that's stuck on is quite another. So the throttle won't shut off, um, which is not theoretically a problem in terms of her race prospects, right? Because, yeah, she should yeah. get a really good time. Yeah. But also, can you not... She get a really good time and then just sort of vanish over the horizon. <laughs> just like keep accelerating until... <laughs> exactly. Like the flash, she goes back in time. Well, yeah, or, you know, they'll just sort of like wait an hour and then she'll arrive <laughs> from the, the other, other side of the world. Yeah. yeah. Like Superman, she'll loop around. They'll have had enough time to put out a net or something. Yeah. A big net. <laughs> but the dad's on the dad's on the radio tour, and he's like, uh, "All right, Erica, don't panic. Um, you're going to keep accelerating inf infinitely." Yeah, and she, but well, don't he, worry. You're, he says you're going into the stands, but yeah. you'll be all right. He says, "Don't worry, Erica." He has no practical advice. Yeah, because I guess there's nothing to do. He's just like tried to go limp, Erica. Um, so Erica goes through a net barrier, uh, and the car stops. Um, she slumps unconscious, but then becomes conscious again as the medics lift her out. But she's, well, yeah, but so she's woozy. <laughs> you better believe she's woozy. She goes into a net, uh, like, I don't know, 60 miles an hour, which yeah. slows her down. Um, and the, the, the response, like a bunch of emergency vehicles race towards her. She's cut out of the car, put in a neck brace. She's given oxygen and then loaded into an air ambulance, <laughs> which has the logo of the University of Utah on it. <laughs> Even though they're in Texas, so they've like scrambled this helicopter from a different state, I guess. Well, maybe they're students. Maybe they're just practicing. You know. Yeah. Like, well, nice job, Erica. Who's going to sponsor a smashed up girl? Yeah. No one. The Pennzoil big boys aren't shown, but you know yeah, that they're shaking their heads. Jordy Knowlton would never have exploded no. and died. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, they should be impressed because the car went very far. Yeah, it and went... she probably got a really good time. Yeah. Also, like, presume you probably keep accelerating past the point of eight seconds. So she probably actually went faster. Yeah. You know, faster than anyone's ever been. Because most people would start braking at the end so they don't crash and die. Yeah. But Erica showed the gumption Erica. to just plow straight <laughs> through into the netting. Break her own throttle. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Erica has had a crash um, yeah. at the hospital. 
The family is gathered. You're like, this is where you're thinking right now we'll see some drama. Her life-changing injuries will cause her to reassess her racing career, probably. But anyway, no. she's she's fine. She's, she's she's basically fine. Completely fine. Um, Mom spits Dad's own words back at him, justifiably going, yeah. "If it was dangerous, would I let her do it?" In a kind of, "This is what I sound. This is what you sound what like." You sound like yeah. Don't he says? Yeah, he says, "Janet Lee, don't." Yeah. And it's like, well, how about this, Janet Lee? Do because she's right. <laughs> she's correct. <laughs> she's right. You she's... sat in the kitchen, being like, "They've got rules. What they've, for example, they've got a rule that says don't crash and die." <laughs> Luke, so, Luke, you're you're fooling yourself if you don't think the exact same thing would have happened if she'd taken violin there. <laughs> you know, they travel faster on the playground yeah. these days. <laughs> the throttle of her violin got stuck. <laughs> and that was it for her. <laughs> they, hear, they hear worse things on the telecom news. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so... So the doctor comes out and says that Erica is fine. Dad makes a face like, look, dad is like considering the mom and is making a face like, how am I going to convince this stick in the mud to let me put her daughter back in a death machine? Yeah, but Erica wants to do it. She announces she wants to make another run. Yeah. I want to get back to the track. Uh, but the races are over for the day, says dad. But she wants to do it now. Otherwise, she'll have too much time to think about it. And the next time she'll be really scared. Please, mum, please, she says. The mum relents. And I've got a note here that it would be so funny if she crashed again. <laughs> I've got a note that at this point, dad is like, you know, you know, that kind of like laughing gesture that Wallace does in Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. With the kind of hands like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. yeah. So, so dad so. and her drive out in the little golf cart. The sponsor man it's is the golden hour. Yeah. The sponsor man is still there and he looks interestedly dad clips her into the car she looks ready to go fast in a straight line for nine seconds all right she nods do you think it's weird that will coleman from pennzoil is still there but like after everyone's left yeah he's hanging around the track after everyone's gone home yeah is he living like he's he's getting the copper wiring out of the walls yeah oh no it's me will Coleman. cole yeah Yeah, he's stealing all the coal he's stealing coal coal and he's caught it's me no i'm oh i'm still here i thought maybe man (laughs) <laughs> maybe some more racing prospects would turn up yeah i was just fielding a phone call from the big boys you know all of them. <laughs> you know british texaco yep uh road uh road markings him shilloleum yep <laughs> pen zoil you know him is that real tire uh wheelman so will coleman sees erica uh, walk up to her car and put on her helmet in slow motion like she's suiting up for Apollo 13. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we see a montage very slowly of Dad like <laughs> starting the clutch. Will Erica have the nerve to drive again? And then she does. She goes f- fast in a straight line for yeah, nine seconds. Does. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loses their minds. Will Coleman watches and nods approvingly, even though he can't possibly discern with the naked eye how good of a run <laughs> that was. Because the difference between a good one... And a bad one is like three tenths of a second. Yeah. So without without the timer clock being on, yeah. which it isn't because everyone's gone home, there is no way to know how good that was. Yeah. But- Will Coleman nods in approval and then <laughs> unscrews the brass doorknob from <laughs> the office and places it in a bag. A bag with all the other doorknobs. <laughs> Rolls down his balaclava and scampers away. <laughs> Climbs into a drag racing car and drives it off. Should get some money for this, he thinks. <laughs> So, so later so, in the family trailer, um, 
Yeah, even- there's some weak comedy about um, Randy having wasabi on his burger. Um, yes, he's still not been named at this point. But the main thing to note about this scene <laughs> is that they're all eating dinner around a table, and then from a sort of top bunk, Randy <laughs> yeah. peeks out like he's <laughs> like a little goblin. He, he, he peeks out like a um like a groundhog checking if it's winter still or whatever. Yeah. And he's yeah, and to tell them that he's eating a wasabi burger, and they're like, yeah. ha, 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 Randy. Like, ha, ha. Can I sit with you? Absolutely no, not. Of course not, Randy. When I defeated your uncle in on the field <laughs> of dragons. <laughs> when I, I smashed him with my warhammer at the Ruby Ford. <laughs> in my dreams, I kill him every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I don't know why, but Randy's sort of up in a little nook eating burgers. Um... I gave your father a choice. His lineage could end that night, or yeah. you could come and live in a nook in my trailer. <laughs> and become a pawn in my drag racing <laughs> feudal system. So, Will Coleman from Pennzoil shows up. And mm. he shows up at the trailer and he says, Wow, we really loved your gumption getting back in that car. Team Pennzoil will sponsor you. Yeah. And then Erica says, I want to know, why are you offering me this just after an accident? And he's like, hey, you're right. Why would I sponsor a proven <laughs> crasher? I'm out Why of Why would it. I sponsor a smashed up girl? Um, no, he says, wow, what courage you showed. Pennzoil courage. Yeah. I wanted <laughs> you to show me something. And you sh- the most courageous of oils. <laughs> he, doesn't Pens- say, he doesn't say the words Pennzoil courage. <laughs> it's the implication. Also, because Pennzoil is a real sponsor. Yeah. This and this movie is like extremely sort of fawning over the sport of drag racing. Will Coleman from Pennzoil is like a sort of like friendly uncle who's here to yeah. help you out. And it's like, it's an oil company and they're sponsoring a motor race <laughs> because it distracts from the way that they're destroying the planet. It distracts from their efforts to yeah to be climate deniers. Exactly, to kill yeah. us all. So yeah, but oh no, old uncle. Uncle, old Pennzoil. uncle Pennzoil. Don't worry, Erica. Pennzoil has your back. <laughs> old fashioned family style oil. <laughs> Pennzoil courage. And she's like, hey, okay, I'll accept your sponsorship on one condition. You double the amount of money and do give off, give it to my sister as well. Yeah, it says you have to sponsor my sister as well. And Will, Will says... <laughs> I accept on one condition. Double, <laughs> double pay. Yeah, Will says, well, that's a 100% increase in outlay. So, <laughs> so no, I'll be on my way. But no, in fact, kindly... Oh, what the hell? Kindly Uncle Pennzoil says, well... <laughs> I suppose we are burning the earth. There'll be nothing left in 20 years. So yeah, sure. (laughs) Why not? What the hell? Uh, Okay, that's the end of that scene. Photo shoot. Yeah, we cut to her first big time sponsored photo shoot. She is stiff and awkward and unpleasant to be around. Um, Courtney jumps in and the camera loves her. She's smiling and posing, dancing in sunglasses, doing the Saturday Night Fever dance. She's doing it all. Yeah. Um, the, The implication is that Courtney is way better at this kind of thing than Erica. When Erica's like in front of the camera, she's sort of... At everything. She's effortlessly good at everything. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely everything. Um, So part of this like media stuff, a reporter asks, um, hey, when will you two race each other? Mm. And they simultaneously answer. uh, Courtney says, real soon. And Erica says, never. Yeah. Um, And Erica is generally getting pretty frustrated um, by Courtney's attitude. What are you doing? It's time to race. Now remember, the first jolt's a big one, so we believe- I know, Erica. No, you don't know. This car is a lot more powerful than that little pink car. Hey, look at that. What? Cute boy. 
You have to be serious. It's time to race. Now concentrate. Well, she's, she explained early in the film why she doesn't want to race her sister because there's no profit in it for her. So yes. if, if she beats Courtney, yeah. then all she did was beat a little kid. Yes. But if Courtney beats her, then she's lost to a little kid. It's lose-lose for Erica. That's why she won't race her own sister. I think that's fair enough. I think, mm-hmm. like, you know, a, a lot of this stuff is psychology. Yeah. And, like, some sometimes it's just better not to know, right? It's like... It's like no one it's like no one at a company talking about salary, you know? It's yep. like maybe everyone's happier if we don't know. <laughs> Andy, I'm sick of people implying that being a fan of video game culture isn't real sport. Mm, I mean the the number of clicks per second you have exactly. to do Exactly. when you're facing down a Zerg rush. I know. Not everyone could handle it. Yeah, these jocks they wouldn't last they wouldn't last a second. Exactly. On in the in the Overwatch league. Exactly. You know, when I'm fighting a boss in Elden Ring, my heart rate slows down to a, s- a slow, yeah, a slow rate like that of a deep sea diver. Yeah. Often when I'm watching Sonic the Hedgehog run across the green hill zone, yeah, my heart rate will quicken sympathetically yeah. with his. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, my leg muscles actually get stronger sympathetically. Yeah. As I watch Sonic do his leg pumping. <laughs> <laughs> When I, look, when I look at Sonic's muscular legs, I sometimes think about doing the squats. If you want to look at Sonic's muscular legs, then you'll need to get some excellent video gaming apparel from Insert Coin, who, and I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure will have a t-shirt that has a Sonic with muscular legs on it. Yeah, and as... as These you, legs are huge, folks. I mean, huge. As you game harder and your muscles grow larger, you'll need bigger clothes, won't you? You will. And yeah. wear, <laughs> wear better than to get large clothes. Then insertcoinclothing.com, where you can get large clothes with all of your favourite video games on them. Video games such as, Luke, tell them. Oh my goodness, well, there's there's some amazing Elden Ring stuff uh, that's just come out. Some cool Gran Turismo stuff that's really recent as well. Perhaps you like Persona. Oh, Persona. You got Yakuza. Forget about it. You got Last of Us. Ghost of Tsushima a lot of incredibly cool and high profile things and I've just checked though and there isn't a Sonic with big legs well perhaps you don't even like clothing perhaps you're more into tapestry blankets well guess what idiot what? they have them from God of War Ragnarok I'm looking at it right now you've got Odin with his eye patch and ravens perched on his shoulders and thrown it is look look. awesome regardless of whether or not you're considering a purchase, you've got to see this blanket. It's, I mean, you've got to head to the URL to check out It's basically a tapestry. You could put that up in your house on the wall. Yeah. Say that it's, say that you stole it from a National Trust property. Yeah. And see if anyone doubts you. They wouldn't, they wouldn't dare right. taking one look at your muscular legs. <laughs> not a chance. Exactly. Um, so yes, head to insertcoinclothing.com and use the code debris on the tracks. Luke, spell that. D-E-B-R-I-E O-N-T-H-E-T-R-A-C-K. It's like Debris Larson. Yeah, like Debris, Debris Larson. Debris on the track. Yeah, and you'll get 10% off online orders. Codes are not applicable on charity items, bundles, gift cards, postage, and some products at launch. Codes cannot be combined with other deals or promotions and are valid until the end of June 2024. Do a Sonic with big legs. Yeah, maybe a tapestry of that actually would be quite good. You're leaving money on the table. Yeah. You're robbing yourselves. Yeah. Andy, would you be saying that my chosen career of junior drag racer is just as dangerous if I was doing something like, for example, violin lessons or puzzles? I I mean, I would be a huge hypocrite if I were to say that. 
<laughs> you would, yes. Yes. If I were to stop if I were to if I were to stop you drag racing and then allow you to assemble jigsaw puzzles, why I would be the biggest hypocrite in the world. Yes, you would. Um, because I'm not gonna sit here as a podcaster and tell you that Ravensburger jigsaw puzzles aren't dangerous. They are. Um, that's why <laughs> that's why each one comes with a roll cage. Dangerous to your free time because you'll spend all of it and life. putting to, putting together and these live. premium quality puzzles crafted with meticulous attention to detail that bring you an unparalleled puzzle-solving experience. That's right. Take your life in your hands with the Ravensburger puzzles. They've become an integral part of families' lives across generations. Share the joy of puzzling with family and friends, if you dare, knowing that your cherished puzzles will stand the test of time. Yep, wait until the light turns green and then slam the puzzle pieces into place and you'll find the jigsaw puzzle that suits you perfectly and takes more than nine seconds thanks to the wide range of imagery themes and piece counts available. Start small and work your way up to over 40,000 pieces. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's right. Are you up to the challenge? Shop Ravensburger on Amazon today. And have a fire extinguisher handy. Make sure you're wearing your flame suit. So we cut to um, Courtney's race day. She's uh, yep. she's just hanging out. She's relaxed. Erica's like, you've got to be serious. Uh, the first jolt of that drag racing car, it's real. But then a cute boy walks past. Um, incidentally, in this scene, Courtney's race suit has logos for Pennzoil, uh, Gum Out, and also Simpson race products. So she does appear to be heavily sponsored. Yeah, but only Pennzoil's bringing the big bucks. Like okay, Simpson's right. race. <laughs> it was probably not Simpson's race products. <laughs> It's like a Bart Simpson brand. Yeah, no, it's a real. I looked it up. It's a real like racing product oh, yeah, yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyway, the lights go and she wins easily, and everyone's excited. Yeah, we now get a montage of Erica and Courtney both winning drag races. Yeah, they're in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're in the Rocky Mountain Raceways. The girls are the winningest team in all of drag racing. Yep, it's all going very well. The montage ends with both girls signing signatures, and a reporter comes up and asks them patronizingly if they have boyfriends. Yes. Well, um, so Courtney answers. She says, I'm not allowed yet, but Erica doesn't because all the boys are worried she's going to want to drive. There you a go. brutal slam. Erica yeah. goes ape. Um, then an adorable little girl comes up to Erica and says, I want to drive someday too. Yeah. Uh, which is cute. Just another just another example of how Erica is great and inspires that, yeah. all around her. That yeah. has, yeah, that's happened. Uh, okay, so we cut to the DMV for Courtney's driving test. Yeah. Are you sure you're ready for this? Asks the instructor. Um, I've been driving since I was eight, Courtney's face seems to say. And then the man says, the test is timed. And it seems to imply that the quicker you do the <laughs> test, the better, I'm the pretty, better a license you get. I'm pretty sure when they time your driving test... Uh, look, driving tests are different in the UK, but I'm pretty sure when they say the test is timed, it means there's like a sort of maximum time, not a yeah, sort so of like... Just, like <laughs> Yeah, but what happens? the world record. What happens is Erica absolutely guns her SUV around the course. She's like J turning and Tokyo drifting. She does a J turn in her. Like, there's no yeah. way she passes this driving I test. Know. Like she's like weaving through the cones and she sort of spins it into a flawless parallel yeah. park. The instructor's having a medical episode throughout this whole thing. Yeah, she does it in great time. He looks at the stopwatch and is like, "Impressive, you've done this before." It, rather than. Well, obviously you failed. Yeah. Because you did a J turn. I know you didn't hit any cones, but you that wasn't safe. <laughs> yeah. That was wildly unsafe. You fa you failed and please don't come back here. Yeah, I'm I'm putting your face on the wall. Lifetime yeah. ban. 
I asked you to drive around the cones and you started Tokyo drifting through the cones. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, it's just another example of how Erica's the greatest. Yeah. Um, okay, so gym class. Erica wants to ask the boy she has a crush on, who's called Todd, out mm-hmm. on a date, but she's too shy. Todd approaches her, but Todd is intercepted by two popular girls. And Erica says to her friend, well, the thing is, I don't want to go out with just anybody. There's some kind of, like, dance coming up. It's an ice dance. An an ice. Yes, there's a classic high school ice dance coming up. You know the (laughs) kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, On a rink. Yeah, Erica says, I don't want to go to the ice dance with just anybody. I want somebody I like and could have fun with. Cut to Randy picking her up in his car. And you're like, okay. All right. She invited Randy. Here comes the drama because now we've got a little romantic subplot kicking off. She's going to realise that actually what she wants is a little closer than she ever could have dreamed. A little closer to home. Maybe a little Erica and and Randy thing going on. It's that guy she keeps imprisoned in a nook. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Erica and Randy should be romantically linked in this movie. All I'm saying is that that would have been the kind of drama that one associates with a film. Yeah. And also... Why have an extended scene where she takes him to an ice dance and they flirt for the entire evening if you're not going to do that? Well, okay. Because that's what happens here. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, with that in mind, do we even need to go into this? Like, it's no, a, this, they, this, this date scene is really long. It, and it adds, it adds absolutely nothing. So they go to the ice, ice rink. She has a nice time with Randy. He can't really skate. There's a weird ice taxi. Oh, my God. Um, I'm so glad you <laughs> mentioned that as well. Is it, Okay. People in the US... Do you all have like a little toy taxi that drives you onto the ice? Because it's absolute chaos. <laughs> just like, use there's just use the gate. Yeah, get onto the ice get and onto then the ice through the gate. It's like, oh, we're going to drive the ice taxi to this dead center of the rink and drop you off there. All the kids are going to drive back are dodging an ice taxi. That's <laughs> it's like weaving like, through the crowd. It's like poof. Yeah. As the kids slam into the side of the ice taxi and then it drags under the wheels. <laughs> well, if you can think of a better way to get kids onto an ice rink, they, like they can enter it through the gate. I, I watched this scene again. I was I like, don't know. do they not have a gate? Is this instead of a gate? But there is a gate visible. Like, I'd sort of, you know, open the gate and walk on. You, you're going to at some point have to walk on the ice. Why not walk on the ice from yeah. the edge? <laughs> from the edge to get onto the ice. The ice rink's not very big. It's not like it's a mile long thing. And it's like, oh, I want to go up to that I want bit. To get to, yeah, I want to get to the dead centre of the yeah, ice rink. I'll, yeah. Where the grotto is. <laughs> yeah, I'll hire a sher- Sherpas <laughs> with a taxi to take me up to the oh. summit. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. It's about like three meters across this ice rink. It's not big. If this is the movie plays it like it's a thing, it's like, haha, look what's happening with the established convention of the little ice taxi. (laughs) If the little ice taxi is a thing, please email us momcantcookpod at gmail.com. Where you grew up in America, did you have a little ice taxi? Let me know. I'm curious. Did did everyone slam into the side of it? Did you have a summer job driving the little ice taxi? How many people got mangled by the ice taxi? Let Please me let know. us know. I'm, I'm interested. So they skate for a bit. Randy's not very good at it, but Eric is having a nice time with him. Um, they fall they go over to... each other cutely in a sort yeah. of like flirty kind of, whoa, I've fallen over. Now I've fallen over. And they're on the floor yeah. and they're laughing. Sort of and laughing and tumbled, yeah. uh, uh, tumbled to the floor in a, yeah. in a tangle of limbs and smiles. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> as they, they go to leave yeah. the ice rink and the popular girls and Todd, their car is broken down. Yeah. Um, they ask for help um, because those two know about cars. They fix their car. They say, do you want to come to a party with us? And then um, Erica looks at Randy and is like, you know what? No. 
I'm going to go back with Randy because he is great. So, and okay. So then what happens is they drive. I want to come back to this for a moment, in a moment rather. But then they drive home and Randy says, hey, Erica, do you think maybe we could ever go on a real date? And Erica's like, ha 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 ha. No. Erica's like, um, awkward. Ha, ha, ha. Awkward. I had a great time tonight, though. And Randy says, me too, his heart in pieces. And that's the end mm. of that scene and also the end of yeah. that plot line. Why include this Why? in the film? Why? The, 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 I, the point that I actually found this more frustrating was the point where they fix the car and Todd, who's like the popular jock, yeah. with all the popular girls, says, hey, we're having a little party back at my house. And immediately, my trope and decom-saturated brain can see the film unfolding before me. Uh -huh. Erica goes to the party. She's suddenly around popular kids. Randy is uncomfortable at the party. Erica ignores him, high on her new social status. We've seen this in many decoms we've that we've spoken Ali about. We've seen Alley Cat Strike. Alley Cat Strike. It's in Brink. And, and, and wait, is it in Brink? No. It's like super... it's in it's in Alley Cat Strike where the Brink looking boy goes to the Sorry, party. Yes, yes, it's ex it's exactly an Alley Cat Strike situation, yeah. and uh, like a million billion other movies. And I'm not saying that they should do a cliche. I'm just saying they should do something in this film. Yeah, there should, should be... be some drama. She re she's so she's like I'm not going to go to the party with these guys. I'm having a, a wonderful night with my date Randy. And then they get in the car and Randy's like, "Wow, I can't believe you turned those those people down for me." Maybe we could go on a date sometime. And she's like, no. No, it would be like dating my brother. Bye. Yeah. End of scene. I mean, so this is based on the real life of Erica Enders. Maybe she was a, maybe she did this in real life. And they're like, well, we have to include that. We have to include that. It was such an important part yeah. of the story. The bit where nothing happened with Randy. <laughs> where nothing happened. <laughs> there were nothing happened with lots of people. I'm sure you don't have to include every time nothing happened. For a movie that has probably upwards of 30 scenes of children being blasted at 200 miles per hour <laughs> horizontally across like the soul flats of Utah. This movie is distressingly dull. Yeah. Frustratingly dull. I don't want it to be dull. I want it to be exciting. I don't mind what plot they go with. I just, just pick, wish pick just pick some one. events. Pick one. Maybe some drama, some conflict, some yep. rising action, some resolution. An, an up and a down, you know? Yeah. An up and a down and then an up again. That would yeah. be great. So But no. If you were if you were like, oh, that's interesting. She rejected the uh the hunky boy she had a crush on. Good good that they included that in the film. Anyway, it turns out now at school that Erica is failing French. So she goes to the library and then Hunky Todd comes over and is apparently fluent in French, and then they have an extremely flirty uh French revision session. Yes. Um Erica is truly in dire straits, though, because when that when they're doing their flirty scene, where like Todd holds up objects flirtily to test her vocab, and she yeah. can't even pronounce "le," which is like "la la." Like, I mean, this is worse yeah. than I thought, Erica. Oh my god! Also, impressively, she can't say "le," and she's getting a B on French. So, <laughs> yes. like, the standard's not high. It's graded on a curve, maybe, but. But it's really important because weirdly, dad is stuck to his guns here and says, you know the rules, Erica. If you don't get your grades up to an A, there'll be no out-of-state driving. Yeah. Even though it would tank the family finances because we've put everything in there. <laughs> yeah. This is so stupid. It's like, if I was the dad and Erica got a B on French and Erica came to me with the test and was like, dad, 
I'm so sorry, it was a bee. I'd be like, haha, okay, Erica, I guess now's the time to tell you it doesn't matter. You're yeah. a drag racer. That's your life now. That's <laughs> yeah. what you're doing professionally. It's already what you're doing professionally. We I should have going... taken you out of school a while yeah. ago, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. You would be, they would be able to fit in a lot more drag racing. It's really the only way you're going to succeed at the pinnacle of the sport is if you mm-hmm. focus on it full time. As with most athletic pursuits, it's you know extremely time and energy intensive. We were going to start phasing you out of school anyway. We really only told you that, like, keep your grades up thing to try and keep you out of trouble and stop you doing drugs or something. But yeah. you didn't, so you yeah. you do but- not need an A in French, Erica. In what world do you think you need an A in French? <laughs> well, you when are you go going to-, to drag race for me. <laughs> Yeah, there's not really a it's not really a big drag racing scene in France. I don't and think. you know what? If there is, we'll we'll there bring is. it. Randy, well, okay. Randy can do it. His, his <laughs> send him Randy over there. Randy can do it. His father is the Duke of Calais, <laughs> <laughs> and I bested him on the field of combat. And the Ruby Ford. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So uh, they have a very flirty French practice session. He's like touching his face and sort of moaning and going uh, le nez, le oreille, yeah, and she, all that she, kind of stuff. And then he touches his mouth and yeah. he says amour, even though that's not what that is yeah <laughs> fine at the end of this and then so then at the end of all this you've just had to watch yeah. all this and it's not fun yeah. and at the end <laughs> it's really upsetting and at the end todd asks her out on a date um he's like hey do you want to come out this weekend and she's like oh, i can't this weekend and he's like how about next weekend racing. and she says oh, i'm actually doing another race that weekend as well and todd is like oh okay i see what you're trying to say by then i see how it is and, and then he flounces off in a mood he sprints away faster than she can say wait no i actually have real driving commitments yeah. as you know but i'm sure we can figure out a date if you just stick yeah. around for a minute he sprints away at the speed of a drag racer yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like whoa so it's well under nine seconds but there's no time to think about it because up runs her friend who I don't think they've ever named. I think it's Luanne. It may be Luanne. Okay, Luanne. She has the... Fre- oh, yeah, because it was written in the note. Uh, she has the French final. It turns out that old Mr. Crandall gives the same final every year. Yep. I don't want to cheat, says Erica. Just think of it as a study aid, says evil Luanne, and leaves it in her hand. I don't want to cheat, Erica- says Erica, perhaps sensing that cheating on a test could put her dangerously close to some kind of drama in this film. <laughs> I don't <laughs> She climbs into her preposterously massive truck and she drives I off. I feel like Doctor Strange watching this movie where I can where at every moment I can see infinite universes yeah, branching br- better yeah. films yeah, like, like off in every direction like a low-key timeline yeah. splintering into better films. She could cheat on a French test. It's not that bad of a thing to do. That would be like actual like oh I did something wrong or like I she- did something wrong and it's like it's taught me a lesson about hard work. Yeah, or she could let down a friend or she could like forget about her roots or she or, like she could she, she could like learn all the answers on the fake test and then the test is different this year and yeah. she's not studied the right stuff. Exactly. And yeah, all of her smugness is 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 punished. It's like this is this this film is like so you've got the start point and the end point. Yeah. And like like the Loki timeline, you know, everything's splintering off into different stories. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. film is a straight line. Yes. It's a drag it's strip. Like, this yeah, is, it's, exactly. it's a narrative drag race. Except it's like 90 minutes rather than... <laughs> it's 90 minutes instead of nine seconds. Yeah, they got the decimal point in the wrong place. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so... Oh, okay, so uh, here's... Oh, here's some drama. Oh, here we go. So we cut to volleyball. Yeah. Uh, Erica's team wins the big point. We're going to the finals, they say. The finals are this Saturday, says the coach. At 9 Do not tell me you have a race Saturday. 
says uh, Luan. Yep. It's Friday night, says Erica. If we leave right away and drive all night, we can make it. Yep. Cut to the race. Erica wins easily. The Erica wins easily with, the, <laughs> with no drama. Cut to nighttime. The van has broken down. Randy and the dad are trying to fix the truck. At this point, I'm really wondering like where Randy's parents are or if they're a thing. <laughs> but we know they're not. Yeah. Erica is just yelling at them, though, being like, get me back to my volleyball thing. And the dad very diplomatically is like, Erica, we're repairing it as fast as we can. Instead of rounding on her and saying, Erica, forget about volleyball. (laughs) Forget them, Erica. Yeah. You are my little, you're my, you are my project. You are drag racing now for life. (laughs) Your name is drag racing. Yeah. Um, So anyway, we cut to the game, the volleyball game the next morning. It's at school and Erica is late. They arrive. The girls, just... have, the girls have lost hard. She runs up to the door and runs in. The team all file out. Thanks a lot, Erica. We got crushed. Say yeah. the other girls. They can't even look at her. I know. But on the plus side, she did pull up to school in her like massive racing team Ender's decal motorsport Huge convoy. Huge truck. Which is awesome. Like yeah. if you pulled up to school in that, the volleyball match would stop anyway while everyone went to yeah. look at the window and be and like, wow, the drag cool. Cars. Yeah. A race car. <laughs> But the no. coach comes out and says, I expected better from you, Erica. You let the whole team down. Yeah. Um, Piss off, teacher. Honestly, yeah, who this... cares? Why isn't the teacher like, I've got Erica on the team and she's she's an unbelievably successful like athlete in a different sport? Yeah. Like, just but leave also, her... She's never, she's never been shown as being like the star player that's the anchor of the team or anything. Yeah. Like, we see, we see her play volleyball twice. Once she does a big jump and hits the ball and it is good. Yeah. And the one, second time she, she clatters through some equipment <laughs> and hurts herself really badly. Yeah. So, yeah, but the teacher's like, you let the team down. Who cares? Why hasn't the dad <laughs> phoned... Why, I feel like the dad should just sort of step in here and be like, Erica won't be attending school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's just got... jealous because she's not sponsored by Pennzoil. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Pennzoil money now. I don't need to send you to school. Yeah. I Googled Pennzoil, by the way, while we were talking about this. And Pennzoil does motor oil. And I don't know if that's distinct from like an oil company. I... Okay. Any... Well, they. I mean, I it is know. oil. Yeah, it is oil. I don't know. Um, now I'm worrying I was harsh on Pennzoil. Oh, hang okay, on. No, well... acquired by Shell in 2002. Never mind. There you go. Okay. It's a subsidiary of Shell. Subsidiary of Shell. Okay. Um, okay. So... That night, uh-oh, Erica is struggling to... Oh, by the way, we never come back to that volleyball thing. That's done now. Yeah, that's done. That's over. Any drama... That... Oh, also, this yeah, this entire done. thing, this entire thing was about two minutes of screen time. Yes. Her her getting into the finals, going to the race, winning a race, coming back from the finals, being too late to play the game, maybe 90 seconds of screen time. It, again, I can think of decoms where a running thread is, will they be able to make the big game? Yeah. Or like the swim meet. It happens in 13th year, doesn't it? Uh-huh. And, and in other ones that I now cannot bring to mind. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why not seed this idea earlier in the movie of like, oh, we're going, you know, the volleyball team is something that she cares about and they are like on track to go to like the final. Yeah. And- or like some sort of like element of team spirit where the we see her hanging out with the team and being friends. Yeah. Rather than, like, we saw eight seconds of volleyball practice earlier in the film and, like, 30 minutes of drag racing. And she didn't seem, she didn't seem to be enjoying it. She was, like, she yeah. was getting picked on by her teammates. I didn't even think she was on the volleyball team. I thought that was just gym class. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because they were just lining up to hit a ball around. I yeah. was like, okay, this is mandatory gym. And there's not much team spirit because they're like, uh, you're not even a real athlete. And it's like, okay, so, uh, wow. 
Yeah. Oh, so sorry. Are we supposed to feel bad for the girls yeah. who were being assholes to her earlier? I, I don't know. Because they lost the volleyball game because I, I mean they can play volleyball as well i would have said don't worry i'll absolutely be there i wouldn't miss it for the world and then on the morning of the match i would just razz my drag racer up and down <laughs> the car park outside yeah. doing donuts burning rubber yeah. and then be like bye i would just blast my drag racer through the gym yeah oh no just scatter it scattering players i would have will cole i would have will coleman from pennzoil show up on yeah. my behalf and hand over a letter saying erica will not be attending she has pennzoil money <laughs> Eric has got all the pens oil she can drink. <laughs> gluck, gluck, gluck. <laughs> so that night, Erica is struggling to keep her mind on her studies, tortured yeah. as she is by her terrible crimes of missing. The true people. toll of racing. Yeah. Like Bilbo reaching into his pocket for the ring, she finds her fingers drifting towards the envelope with the test questions. <laughs> After all, why shouldn't I? <laughs> why shouldn't she seems I have to it? say it's mine. She she opens the envelope. She briefly looks at the questions and no, she tears her eyes away. Yeah. Racked with guilt, she tears the paper up. She's in turmoil. She tears it up tearfully. We see all of Erica's trophies in her room. What do they all mean if they've taken everything from her? What did they cost her? Everything. Oh my God, just cheat, Erica. <laughs> just just, just, just cheat. Like, it's a high school French test. Who gives a shit? Cheat on your French test. Like, it's fine. Like, just cheat on it. It's okay. You're, you're a drag racer. It's all right. Erica's but, life is is shattered. She's yeah. she boxes up all her trophies. Yeah. She doesn't want to race anymore. Her dad comes in and he's like, "Okay, well, this isn't part of the plan." Yeah. Little drag racer. I mean, Erica. Needless to say, all the family finances are wrapped up in it. So, uh, let, well, let's let's hear Dad talking about it. Hey, what are you doing? I quit. Quit what? Uh, I don't want to race anymore. Well, it's kind of sudden, isn't it? You sure this is what you want? You want to tell me why? <laughs> a lot of things, I guess. School, and I have, like, no friends, and all the guys think I'm some kind of freak because I race cars and everything. I've been doing lately, I keep messing up, and my French finals tomorrow, and for the first time in my life, I almost... Almost what? Doesn't matter. I just don't think it's worth it anymore. I understand how you feel. And it's okay with me if you don't want to race. So the dad is going for a pretty big swing here, because as we know, he, ca- he can not emotionally stand nor financially afford Erica to not do this anymore. <laughs> yep. So, under- wait, although, wait a minute, he's mentally fitting... Courtney for Courtney, the, for the yeah. yeah 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 he's like okay Erica you know what to be honest yeah you should yeah. you should focus on your French test really he's like yeah no you you don't have the the fire in you anymore for this maybe one one more race uh, I've just signed this insurance policy and there will be <laughs> one more big race tomorrow right Randy if you ever want to see your father again I need those clutch bolts Randy remember <laughs> what we did last time with the clutch bolt yep do it again but this time two clutch bolts. <laughs> So, so yeah. Also, Dad's like Courtney's a bit better. She's she's got a higher ceiling. She's got a high, better killer instinct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, but Erica's like, if living my dream of becoming a professional racing driver means living this twisted <laughs> life of cheating on a French test, it's simply not worth it. So yeah. also, she's probably under contract with Pennzoil. I'm not sure she can quit. 
That's true. Yeah, she's been sponsored by Pennzoil for like a week. She's about to like, see, she's about to see a whole other side of Avuncular, Mister Coleman. <laughs> I'll see you in court. I'll see you. I think you'll find the big boys at Pennzoil <laughs> less than amenable, Erica. She wakes up and finds some oil under her pillow. Yeah, oil in her bed in the shape of a horse's head, <laughs> roughly, or as good as they could do in the dark. <laughs> Yeah, it was the shape of a horse's head six hours ago when they did it. <laughs> yeah. It's all dripped down onto the floor. <laughs> so the next day, Erica's back at school and she asks Todd out again, saying that she has more time now that she quit racing. And Todd is like, you quit? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Correctly, because it's a wild thing to do. She goes off to the French final. Um, she does her test. She hands it in. We cut to the house and the family are all off um, to a race weekend without her. Yeah. Um, this... Now the movie kind of cuts between the family at the race weekend and Erica at home, not at the race weekend. Yeah. Uh, So Erica is in her room trying to read Teen World magazine, but getting distracted, staring at her trophies, wondering if she's made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Um, Dad, Randy and Courtney are having an absolutely amazing time. They're sort of winning races, they're high-fiving, they're doing victory dances. At one point, they're just watching a NASCAR race, which to be fair, Erica could (laughs) have attended. (laughs) Without having to be a drag race. Also, I love that they go off to watch a more exciting kind of race. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at well, these they corners. Do, they, probably only, they probably only do a total of about 27 seconds of racing throughout the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. Plenty of time for other activities. Yeah. Um, so anyway, later, Courtney's back home now and the sisters are brushing their teeth. Courtney's in a bit of a mood though. Courtney says that maybe she'll quit too because it's no fun without Erica. Uh, although the evidence of the montage we've just seen suggests otherwise, it looks like an absolute yeah. blast. <laughs> They're having an amazing time <laughs> yeah, without Erica. Um, uh, Erica's like, you can't quit, Courtney. And Courtney's like, well, why not? And she says she thinks Erica was just scared that she'd beat her one day. Yeah. Which is fair. She probably will. Cut to French class. Yeah. Erica gets her test. It's an A. She she jumps up and down, screeching in delight. Yeah. The class is disrupted. And then we cut to her saying, uh, I've changed my mind. Actually, I will be a drag racer again. And that was like so, that was like three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of the film. Yeah, this is, it's like uh, I don't know if it's I don't want to be harsh to the real life Erica Enders, but she who, who like I did a I I really fell down a drag racing and Enders okay. sisters wiki hole like very Fine. very accomplished sports person. Yeah, but if it, it really feels like a sort of Marnie esque quality to this, like if you're going to make a a movie about my life story, yeah. I have to be an unimpeachable paragon who everyone loves and does everything right all the time. I th- I think what it is is like I'm sure. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know. But like my gut feeling is perhaps Erica <laughs> Enders wasn't insisting like that. It's more like the filmmakers just don't for for whatever reason feel like they don't want to or they can't be bothered or they're scared to kind of like dramatize it too much yeah but it just ends up being like so undramatic that it feels quite like fake and it feels like a kind of glossy and everything was fine all the time kind of presentation and everyone else said they didn't want to drag race anymore because i wasn't there and i'm the best one yeah yeah exactly yeah it's like it's yeah so so it's just the problem is that the tone that it strikes ultimately is boring yeah and like you know a movie about a teenage girl competing in the male-dominated world of junior drag racing should be an exciting <laughs> film. Yeah. Where you are really rooting for the protagonist and there are ups and downs and stuff. Like, I don't know, motocrossed. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
Yes, Erica's racing again. Yeah. Um, she she's crushing it. She gets an eight eighty seven. She's qualified for a trip to the nationals. She wants to make another run for the practice. She says yes, but there's nobody left in her age class. Apparently, you have to race against another person at the same time. You can't just do a time trial. I mean, <laughs> they should just have them all go in single file at the same time. Like I'm sure yeah. the technology exists to time that. Would be fine. Yeah. But yes, yeah, they said there's nobody left in her age class. But wait, what's this? Courtney has overheard like a little goblin. Lin, din, din. She sort of scampers over. Courtney sees the opportunity to destroy her sister that she has yeah. been waiting for so long. Excuse me, Commissioner Bowen? Hey, great race, Erica. Thanks. But, um, well, I was hoping to make another run and I noticed my name wasn't posted. We had a last minute scratch, made for kind of an odd number. But don't worry, you got your time. But I really like to make another run, you know, for the practice. I'm sorry, Erica, there's just nobody left in your age class. I'll race her. She's too young. I've got the same kind of car. It's against league rules, isn't it, Commissioner? Not if it's out of official competition. She's right, Erica, as long as your folks don't mind. They don't. Okay, Erica, looks like you got yourself a race. <laughs> okay, so the stage is set. It's Erica versus Courtney. Mm -hmm. Now, if this is something that the film had done a better job of seeding being like... <laughs> building it up. Yeah, building it up. This would maybe feel like something. Quite a climactic moment. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't. Mom points out to the dad that no matter who wins, it's going to be a long drive home. Yeah. And I've just written that, yes, this is a terrible idea, especially because they are both like professionals. Yeah. Like the, this, if you... The dad in his family racing stable has these two competitors it will be disastrous for them both psychologically to know which of them is better. I would no, say... Or they should be racing each other all the time. Yes. Like they do in motocross. Yeah, yeah. One or the like other. The siblings in that are racing each other all the time. So it's sort of, it's not, it doesn't really matter if one beats the other because they've each beaten each other hundreds of times. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. It's like, oh, well, you know, sometimes I get lucky. Sometimes you get like, sometimes you have the edge. Sometimes I have the edge. You know, it depends on what side of the... Mm. Or if one of them is winning consistently, that also is useful data. Yeah. We're in this to win, folks. Right? We're not here to make friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in here. We're only going to end up with one daughter after, at the end of all this. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Begin to establish early which one it is. Exactly. You will be traded to Randy's father. Yeah. Um, so on yeah. the uh, on the line, the lights change and Courtney gets the better start. But Erica overtakes her. And then Courtney goes toodaloo and then goes faster somehow and wins. Yeah. She effortlessly accelerates away. Presumably yeah. what she does there is go toodaloo and then switch into a higher gear at exactly the right time. I I don't know. Anyway, what? No. Yeah. No, Luke, Luke, stop making excuses. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. So you're probably thinking to yourself, wow, that's um, that's unusual that they would present Erica in a slightly less than um, winningest woman in drag racing light. Yeah. Like having her lose a race. That's an interesting wrinkle in the character now. But then they have a second race and she wins. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so after the race, uh, Courtney tells Erica that she's too tense and needs to relax. This is kind of going to become a thing. And at this point, it becomes clear that the film has been trying to sort of, like, get a theme going that Erica is too tense. Yeah. Which, I mean, she probably isn't because she's doing it unbelievably well. Yeah. She's an extremely good drag racer. The idea that, like, she's too tense and that she's, like, her style is off is factually inaccurate. She's doing great. Um, so they do have the second race. They um, have a second race. Having a second race is an even worse idea because... Yeah. Like, imagine what happens if Courtney wins again. That's it for Erica. Oh, yeah. That's Psychologically, like mind, she's yeah, destroyed. Mind shattering. Your little sister Done. beats you twice in a row. 
Done. Psychologically, no, no. you're done. You're done. You need war machinery? No chance. That's not what happens, though. They they go off um, from the line. Uh, Courtney is in the lead, and then Erica goes bye bye, and then speeds up somehow and wins. And wins the uh, but because this time she does calm breathing. Uh, however, yeah. forget all that because you can just see if you pause on Erica's windshield. There is yeah. a sticker that says. The Surgeon General said nothing about smoking the competition. <laughs> On her windshield? Yeah. Like right obscuring right in part of, of her view. Obscure, completely obscuring her vision. <laughs> no, no, it's tiny. It's like a little stick. You know it's tiny because it's like a, I guess it's like a weed gag. Did the Surgeon, did the Surgeon... Or, oh, the or Surgeon like a, General is like about not smoking cigarettes. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, yeah. fine. So like, yeah. Said nothing about smoking the competition. <laughs> wow, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to be the Surgeon General right now. Yeah, I just, I yeah, roasted. The one, one thing I absolutely know for sure is that that sticker would not have been approved if it was noticed by anyone at Disney because they'd <laughs> say, oh, I don't know, it's a gag about smoking. Yeah, I know it's, I know it's about racing, but yeah, no, that's not the vibe we're going for here at the Disney Channel. No. Um, but yeah, I love it. The Surgeon General said nothing yeah. about smoking the, <laughs> smoking the competition. Competition's like no smoking unless it's the competition <laughs> in a drag race. That's Get Courtney all over, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's man. That's Courtney. It's just absolutely just Courtney all Courtney. over. Although Courtney is in Erica's old car, so presumably that's been there for you. Oh yeah, it's been yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. So we we cut to the girls on the tour bus. Um, they're uh, sleeping in the same beds, and they're um both awake, full of adrenaline yep. after the race. As you would be, having faced death. <laughs> That's the only time they feel normal now is when their bodies are just flooded yeah, with adrenaline. Exactly. Having been ushered by your father into a horizontal rocket <laughs> and fired across the salt flats. <laughs> Takes days to feel normal again. <laughs> Erica says, oh, thanks for the advice. You know, it was it was good advice. And um, Courtney is is like, uh, you just, you need to relax more. The only time you lose is when you really, really want to win. Mm. Like when you are facing off against that Geordie clown. Geordie. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for the Nationals. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So, dun, 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 dun. at the family home, Todd shows up at the house. Erica hastily checks her reflection in the toaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd, out, out the front door, shares an uneasy wave with the dad. Yeah, uh, he's got he's got a bear. He's brought a bear over, yeah. a teddy bear. The, the, dad is appalled at this. Todd, he's ready to kill. Todd and the dad, as two humans, look about five years apart in age. Yeah. The <laughs> so, a, the actress who plays Erica was twenty two when she really when she made this film as well. The yeah. ages are all over the place. Yeah. Part Brie Larson was thirteen, I think, and her like sister, who's supposed to be two years older, is twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you know. Reaching the end of her motorsports career. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, so anyway, so Todd has bought her a bear. Then Todd leaves, but the implication is clear. He is he is crushing on her hard. Yeah. And then it's time for some upbeat, middle of the road country pop. It's got lyrics about being impatient for the magic moment when your exciting life begins. It's mm-hmm. exactly the kind of thing we're used to, and exactly yeah. the kind of thing we like. Yeah. Um, in the stands, Erica is amazed to see that uh, there's a whole part of the grandstand given over to legions of Erica fans. They're all, yep, they're all dressed in pink. Dozens of inspired young girls who are like, you know, very excited and keen to see Erica race. Yeah. The press corps are out in, uh, are out in full. Yep. They're, um, they're interviewing Erica. They say, what's it like being the only girl out there? Yeah. Um, and then they interview Geordie. Um, the man says, now Geordie, your father's never won a national competition. Does that put more pressure on you? And then Geordie, his answer verbatim is, Ah, uh, heck no, my dad, er, uh, no. 
<laughs> I think, to be honest, that reporter should get the trophy because that is the kind of question that like <laughs> dismantles the psychology of a racing driver, right? It's like, hey, mm-hmm. do you do you think maybe is it anything that you're doing this and your dad came close but never actually won a tro- you know yeah. a major championship? Do you think that's anything to do with the fact that you're here now? And then Geordie collapses yeah. mentally. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to be a painter. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Erica snaps at, at a reporter. Um, she keeps being asked, what's it like to be the only girl out there? Yeah. And she's, she snaps. Loses she's patience. like, do you all have to answer me, ask me that question? Yep. Fair enough. Correct. Erica has to win this drag race to get into the finals against Geordie. Um, so, of course, she will win, right, is what I've written. And yes, mm. she wins. The scene adds little. Yeah. Um, but 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 it is important because watching erica win this um bracket geordie's dad from the sideline says we gotta do something about this and uh that's right the next scene is the enders and the knowltons in front of the stewards because rusty the evil dad has said that erica's flawless starts are highly suspect that's right come on commissioner You've known us for a long time. You know there's no truth to this. I got the record right here, Enders. Your daughter's had a 5-0 light in her last nine races and three today. Nobody gets a dozen perfect starts in a row. Nobody. Are you calling my daughter a cheater? Nobody said her. It's you. You're the big computer electronics genius. You stick a light-sensitive photocell in the front of that car. It reads the tree. That's the only way you get 12 perfect starts. I've been practicing those starts every free minute I have. Erica. Let me handle it. He's going to call me a cheater? Erica. Erica, they filed an official protest. Now, if it was just Knowlton, I could ignore it. But there's a few signatures here. And according to the rules, until it's checked out officially. I'm sorry. You're on hold. Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. All you gotta do is stick a light sensitive photo cell in the front of the car. What does that mean? What do you mean? <laughs> um, I mean Well Well, okay. So, okay, right. What you what you have is like you have a uh, a shoe on a on a stick. With you. With you, yeah, in the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then it's on the it's on the accelerator. Oh, no, and that's the, good. It's, yeah. And that's linked up to the light sensitive photo cell. Yeah. And the second the light goes green. Yeah. It's looking. Yeah, it needs to be a. It needs to be a coloured light. It's looking for green. It needs to know. It needs to look for green on the spectrum. And when it as soon as it goes, green, yeah, it sends an instant impulse to the shoe on a stick. To the ex- accelerator stamps down. Yeah, yeah. the accelerator stamps down on the accelerator. Vroom, and then you're away. Yeah. And, and then, then you're away. other puppet hands simply paddle yeah. up through the <laughs> gears at perfect yeah. intervals. But of course, you have to be a big computer electronics genius to do it. Yeah. Which, at, at which point it becomes clear that apparently that's what Erica's dad... I don't know. Anyway, it, I think it would be so choice if it turned out that the dad was cheating. <laughs> it was cheating. And Erica actually yeah. wasn't good at racing. <laughs> yes, yeah, she was essentially balanced. Yeah, the dad had just been sort of programming it to work. <laughs> Erica had just never talked to another drag racer about whether... Yeah. about. She, Pushing pedals. <laughs> there should, whether there should be a shoe on a stick in the cockpit with her. Wait, you have to push a pedal? Mom, I Not can't. Me. I just different. sit there. Yeah, yeah. It's very athletically demanding. What about the big shoe on a pole? Um, also, like, the. So, so the next scene is officials going over every square inch of the car, checking it yeah, over so- to make. To, looking for photo sensitive lifestyle. Photo sensitive lifestyle. Yeah, so you're probably thinking to yourself, oh man, some drama. I wonder what'll happen here. 
Anyway, they check over the car and find there's no basis to these claims. <laughs> this is such a this is such a short-sighted move from the evil dad Rusty because they're not yeah. cheating. He's like, we've got to do something about this. Don't worry, I have a plan. I'll accuse them of cheating, even though I know they're yeah. not. And then when they check the car, they'll find that yeah. they're not, and the race will go ahead as planned. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Obviously, the race isn't going to happen until they've done the check, but then they do the check, and then the yeah. race happens, and the and the protest is dismissed. So Rusty is adding is furious. Yeah, he says, um, "Nobody gets that many five O starts. You've got something in this car, Enders. What is it?" And he says, "I sure do. A teenage girl." Yeah, she's hidden in, so, in the in the she's hidden underneath the bit with a big shoe on it. <laughs> she's Eric, hiding in the in the footwell. Erica gives well. Erica gives her a thumbs up when she sees a green light, and quick as a flash, <laughs> she pushes the accelerator. This, how is it quicker than a human eye looking at looking at a light and pressing its no, it's foot a very, on a very. It's a photosensitive teenage girl hidden in the footwell. <laughs> They've got a photosensitive girl in there. So, okay. She's some kind of X-Man who can yeah. absor- absorb the light Yeah, well, if you're an X-Man and your power is reacting extremely quickly to the colour <laughs> yeah. green This is a good way to make use of your power I can, your They power. wouldn't let me join the X-Men, so I had to get what work I could I, I sit curled up in the footwell of drag race cars Magneto wouldn't have me Xavier wouldn't have me. The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants were like, I don't see what the evil applications of this are. If we think of any, we'll call you. Yeah. It could come up. You never know. Yeah. But, I mean, I can react to green lights. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm Magneto. I can do that and <laughs> control magnetism. And pull so, out your blood. Yeah. Okay. So, the night before the race, Courtney tells Erica that she is her inspiration and should never have had the guts to race if Erica yeah. hadn't blazed a trail. Yeah, she's like, you're the greatest ever, Erica Enders. Um, you're the flawless paragon of racing and everyone loves you. <laughs> oh, like your, your career seems to have the momentum of a runaway freight train. <laughs> Why are you so popular? popular? This, is like, this is frustrating because from what I can tell from Wikipedia, Erica Enders... That is, that is true. It, very, it is true. Yeah. Very accomplished, unbelievably skilled, has had to overcome many, many obstacles in the male-dominated world of motorsport. But like, and probably hugely inspirational. A compelling biopic... This this ain't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So if if yeah, if someone who'd overcome terrible hardships and and to succeed in a sport yeah. came over to you at a party and sort of started shoving you and go, hey, 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 I've overcome loads of hardships. Oh, okay. I'm really I'm really good at sport. Great. Okay, good. I'm really and then shoved you hard into the wall. Uh, I was like, I'm really good at sport. The sport, the best one there is. Yeah. Damn, you are good. And you're like, all right, yeah, no, okay, good, fine. Great. I didn't. I never <laughs> said you yeah. weren't. Like this movie would be like yeah we'll just we'll just remember all right I'm trying to think of biopics you, you know um like the Steve did you see the Steve Jobs movie where it's oh, like with Ashton Kutcher no the one with Michael Fassbender oh no I didn't okay well it's like it's uh, several Apple product launches and it's like all the behind the scenes drama of Steve Jobs's mm-hmm. life told through the sort of it would be like that except if instead the movie was Steve Jobs walks on stage and announces the iPhone and everyone's like wow. A good idea. Yeah. Credits. And then Steve <laughs> like, Jobs yeah. briefly falls over flirtily on an ice rink. And then <laughs> and then Steve Jobs goes, maybe I'll invent an iPhone. <laughs> and, and, and then he does. Smash cut to everyone going, yeah, it's good. It's, okay, I like the iPhone. It's just, yeah, <laughs> like, as a sort of, as a, look, because it's based on a real person, the real Erica Enders deserves better than this film. 
I think. Yeah. From what I, I, I yeah. can tell from Wikipedia. She said, yeah. I mean, from what you've told me, she sounds like a genuinely skilled, extremely competent, uh, inspirational figure. And having watched this film... That's not I, the impression you've yes. got. I, I've got the impression she's driving around backstage on a tiny quad bike, <laughs> honking at everyone who isn't saying she's the greatest person who ever lived. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, it's the day of the race, but Erica can't find Randy. Um, yep. this moment, <laughs> He's not in his goblin nook. This momentarily seems like it could be some drama, but it isn't because she finds him quickly. He's gone to sleep in the car. It looks right. staggeringly uncomfortable. These things, says, are, these things are designed to be in for eight seconds. And Randy's <laughs> like, he's gone to sleep in one. himself in and passed out. He said he was up all night making sure those guys put her car back together right. When it comes to your car, I don't trust nobody but me, he says. And then he asks um, pleadingly for breakfast. She tells him there'll be no breakfast for him today. (laughs) And then we get a scene of him trying to climb out of the car. It goes on for ages. Yes. It's really weird. He can't get out of this car. He starts punching the car at one point. (laughs) He's like, where's Randy? And there's like, oh, here he is. And he says, oh, I was up all night fixing your car. What's for breakfast? And she goes, breakfast? It's time to race. Let's go. And she storms off and he's trapped in the car. Please, please, I'm wishing I'm going to die. She says, it's time to race and then storms away from the car. Surely the first part of racing is... Getting Randy out of your car. Out of the car. Because you can't do the race. That would be great if she forfeited the race because Randy was wedged in the car. Or she had to do the race sitting on top of Randy (laughs) because they couldn't get him out. Okay, so it's time for the big race. We get a shot of Todd's house party where everyone from school is watching, including the French teacher, which, wow, what a vibe killer to have your French teacher at your house party. Yeah, come on over, everyone, for my watch party. It'll be going on from two o'clock to two o'clock and nine seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the afternoon is yours yeah. to do with as you wish. Carriages at two, two minutes and nine seconds. <laughs> two, two, oh, 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 nine. So, engines rev. <laughs> a hush descends. Under a close-up of Erica's face, we hear echoes of all of the mocking, dismissive things that we've heard thrown at her yeah. throughout the movie. Then, weirdly, we hear the voice of her dad saying, Erica, you red-lighted! Ha 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 ha! And, which is very odd, flustered, Erica nearly jumps the start, because... Yeah, she's, she starts accelerating on one of the orange lights. Yeah, which apparently which is, is allowed. Pa- that's allowed, apparently. You're allowed to sort of go, go back and try again. Uh, so Geordie is chuckling. He's very relaxed. Oh, he's so relaxed. Uh, then Erica takes a deep breath and relaxes as well. We see Corny in the crowd breathing deeply. Yep. Take a deep breath and relax, she says. Yep. Erica closes her eyes. She breathes deep. Her eyes open. She gets a montage of all the positive things people have said about her in her life. Yep. Ascending piano um, chords play inspiringly as the amber lights light up one yep. at a time. And then bam, the lights go green. Yeah. She nails the start. The two tear off. Geordie inches ahead, but then Erica goes faster somehow and wins. <laughs> Just for fun. <laughs> Just for fun, I timed this race. Uh-huh. And it's 20.66 seconds. So it's like the slowest drag race ever. <laughs> they, they both yeah, they both wildly underperform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone in the stands is like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, Erica wins, obviously. Geordie is like, I can't believe Geordie's fear. He's like, I can't believe this. At the end of the drag strip, though, Geordie comes up and shakes her hand and says, congrats, you are a terrific driver. I hope to race you again someday. Wow, Erica Enders, you're the greatest driver who ever lived. They should make a movie about you someday. Yep. And I only hope that that I can have a small part in it. Yeah. Um, 
the trophy to Erica is handed over by president of the NHRA, Tom Compton. I can't believe they got Compton. They got, what a I get. Know. What a get. They got Compton. I mean, it's wild that you get Compton and you only use him in the last two minutes. Yeah, but I mean, that just goes, that's the mark of a of a skilled filmmaker. Yep. Isn't it? Most people would have, have been tempted to put Compton in every scene, know. you know, to get the Compton heads in. Yeah. <laughs> but, Crowding the auditorium. <laughs> but you got you make them wait and it's all the sweeter. All the when, sweeter. Who should walk onto screen yeah. but Tom Compton? It's like it's like Godzilla. It's all the build up, you know? It's all That's it. it's all in the build up. Like Jaws, you can't yeah. show too much of Tom <laughs> Compton. <laughs> He doesn't look very realistic. You can't show too much of Tom Compton, or you'll tell. You'll be able to tell that he's a rubber child. He's a rubber Tom Compton. <laughs> Spielberg's like, oh man, this, we're gonna have to hide this. Yeah, but luckily it turned out to be, it made it a much scarier film when you don't see Tom Compton. Very <laughs> it's the Tom Compton you can't see. Your mind fills in the Tom Compton <laughs> blanks. Yeah. And the Tom Compton you imagine in your mind is always much scarier than the one you see on screen. So after receiving the trophy, Erica spots a gas tag hidden in Tom Compton's mouth. (laughs) Shoots it with a harpoon gun. Shoots it with a harpoon gun, he explodes in a fountain of gore. And the credits roll. Um, No, Erica invites Courtney up onto the podium. And says, I'll be taking double prize money for Courtney as well. Yeah, well, you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, I'm so going to beat your time, says Courtney correctly, because as I say, the time was 20 seconds. Um, <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Over the credits, we get facts about the real Ender Sisters and a nice photo. Yeah. Uh, including the final fact that in 2003, over a quarter of all junior drag racers are girls. That's what. That's when this film came out. It's not just like in 2003, this happened. 2000. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <all> like, <laughs> it's 2005 now, but in 2003, this happened. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah, and then that um, it ends. That's it. And we're done. That's, it's uh, not as good as Motocrossed and is basically the same film. Watch Motocrossed. Yeah, honestly, just watch Motocrossed. I mean, yeah, I, it's... This film is frustratingly... Oh, bland is the word. This movie is bland. It's a bland yeah, film. It's, you, it's, yeah. yeah, you want there to be a lot more drama than there is considering it's about the real life story of two children sisters who became drag racers that's why yeah it's it's a it's a hagiography it's like it's so reluctant to portray the subject in anything other than the most flattering positive light yeah and it just it drains all the drama out of it yeah yeah that is that is exactly that is exactly it and it, and it's a shame that like everyone is just, I don't know. All the supporting cast are just sort of like, I don't know, just sort of there. Yeah. It, you know, uh, it's frustrating. But yeah, it made me think of motocross. Watch motocross. Also, like you know, there are some scenes where the cars go loud and, and fast. Brief. Yeah. For, for nine seconds. For nine seconds at a time line. in a straight line. Yeah. And you know that's pretty good. I for one will be making a pilgrimage to the National Hot Rod Association Museum. To see Eric Ender's real pink car, pink and black car. Okay. It's really there. It's a short drive out of LA. Lots of things are a short drive. In the out opposite of LA. direction to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I'll be at Disneyland. Okay. You can look at this pink car. Yep. I, it looks like the kind of museum where if you were in it, someone who works there would come up to you and start telling you about oh. 
the car and you'd be like, I just want to browse in silence, please. Yeah. At least when we went to Pete Capahala's restaurant, oh. we got some nice food. Oh, man. Such good food. Such good food. Maybe there's a cafe. Anyway, Andy, can I read you some emails? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I want to say a big thank you to the many, many of you who wrote in to say that you saw the movie Don't Look Under the Bed when you were children and for- When you were too young. And forgot about it. And oh, this podcast reminded you of it. I can't believe how many emails we received on that subject. So I've selected just a few Don't Look Under the Bed watched as a child related emails. <laughs> yep. Michelle says, I have very vague memories of watching Don't Look Under the Bed. I saw it only once on Halloween when I was seven and I was haunted. I remember dragging my armchair around so I could hide behind the back of it and peek around. <laughs> Ashley says, I was an avid Disney Channel child. When Don't Look Under the Bed aired, I was seven years old. I do not remember oh much God, of the that's film. too young. But remember the absolute terror I felt in the scene when Larry is groaning on the floor and then suddenly revealed to be boogified. I also falsely remember most of the film happening in Boogie Land, probably because the fear seared into my memory <laughs> and made it seem like more of the runtime occurred there. Jack, I have very emotionally vivid memories of the boogeyman grabbing a boy from under the bed and dragging him into a hellscape. I always thought the title of the movie was Boogeyman, so was never never able to find it as an adult. <laughs> but I rewatched that scene of the dangling feet in my head most days of my life. Oh my God. Beth. Hello, Luke and Andy. I watched Don't Look Under the Bed after listening to your episode and starting at the kitchen scene, I started getting an itching deja vu feeling that extended into the scene where they're in Boogie World. I'm now convinced I saw this movie as a tiny child and found it so traumatic I repressed the horrors, I would have been roughly six. Stuart. Everything from the weird shadow hands, ominous voice, boogeyman, and especially Larry's transformation were burned into the very core of my psyche. Even now, 24 years on, certain scenes will creep into my mind. I actually thought I'd dreamed the whole film, but was never able to find it, and any friends I told about it assumed I was making it up as we were unable to find it. I actually put it down to the Mandela effect and put it as best I could out of my mind. <laughs> wow. Lol. And Lauren writes, My core memory of this film was that my younger sibling was absolutely terrified of it. So what my mum decided to do was to make some paper nails, stick them on her hands and hide under my sibling's bed. Once my sibling got into bed, my mum proceeded to scratch the frame and slowly move her hand from underneath the bed, pranking and scaring my sibling for life. Pra yeah, pranking. We haven't watched the film since. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it was a lovely service. <laughs> a, a beautiful send-off. That is... Lauren. Wow. Lauren, your mum is wild. Yeah. I think, like... The thing that's wildest to me about that is not the time commitment required to prank your child. It's the idea that your child would be scared of something. I'm not saying that like the mom should have been like, oh no, my poor child is afraid. But like, mm. if your child's afraid, it's a real pain because then you have to explain every night. There's no boogeyman. Let's open the cupboards. Yeah. Let's show you the light. Let I'll check under the bed. You know, all that. It's like, is it is it worth the extra hour hour at bedtime? I know. Like, every, every every day the for the next two the years. The rigmarole of like. Yeah. Putting I'm a child. I'm checking under the bed. Yeah, 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 exactly. And mom's like, it's going to be worth it. <laughs> yeah, for this, this sick prank. Yeah. Okay. All oh. right. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, I can't imagine how big of a thing that must have been for all of your minds. So I appreciate you sharing yeah. your memories of Don't Look Under the Bed. If you want to email the podcast with your thoughts about Pennzoil. <laughs> the great products made by Pennzoil. Or about those tiny taxis that they drive onto ice rinks. <laughs> ice, ice taxis. Are they a thing? Let us know. Let us know at momcantcookpod 
at gmail.com. Um, what else should people do? Oh, I know what they should do. They should check out our Patreon. It's yeah. patreon.com forward slash extra helpings. Because if you don't want to wait a fortnight for another episode of Mom Can't Cook, then just don't. Join our Patreon and you'll get every yeah. other weekly bonus episodes. Yeah, where we're recapping So Weird, the Disney Channel uh, TV series, um, which is like the X-Files, but for kids. The next episode that's coming up, if you sign up for the Patreon now, uh, you'll hear one about uh, an Irish will-of-the-wisp spirit that uh, possesses Jack and makes him run around like Jim Carrey and talk in an accent that is, I would describe it as hate crime adjacent. (laughs) And he does describe it as hate crime adjacent. Hmm. Yes, and that is the season finale of So Weird Season 1. So, if you haven't joined the Patreon yet, there is a whole season of So Weird to be recapped with all of the narrative arc and intrigue that that implies. We're going to be plunging into Season 2 in 2024, and that is when it gets wild, folks. So stick around, join the Patreon, hang around, come with us on this magical journey. It's really fun. Okay, merch, you can find some. Go to momcantcookstore.com. That's simply the URL. There's nothing else simply, to say. Simply go there. Right, Luke, you're probably wondering yep. what the next decom that we're going to watch is. Oh, yes, I am. Very much so. Well, Luke, as you, as you know, the next episode will be in the month of December, <gasps> which is Christmas month. Yes, finally. And so we're pivoting oh, to Christmas. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So actually, I... We can tell you, we can tell you now that we're going to start with a Christmas decom and then we are going to have an episode on Christmas Day... <gasps> And we're going to be doing a Netflix Christmas movie. That's right. This That's is right. a Christmas gift to ourselves. To ourselves and to you. And to you. But I'm not going to, not going to tell you which one it is yet. Yeah. But, but it's, uh, it's recent, a recent Christmas yeah. Christmas movie. And it is, I mean, decom energy <laughs> is the phrase. Uh-huh. Absol- it's absolutely wild. It's so funny. I'm yeah. really excited to recap it. And I'm excited to to try recapping a, a non-decom, but something that do, definitely does capture that very special energy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. Okay. But before that, we will be doing uh, Christmas decom, yes. uh, which is similarly entertaining. Uh, it's 2000's The Ultimate Christmas Present. The Ultimate Christmas Present. What's yeah. the description, Andy? Let, Let me hear it. A white Christmas in Los Angeles? Impossible. But when 13-year-old Ali Thompson and her best friend Sam happen upon a weather-making machine discarded by none other than Santa Claus, they use the machine to make it snow, causing a snow day and cancelling school. But when the machine gets out of hand and causes no end of problems that threaten to ruin Christmas, Ali and Sam team up with Santa in an attempt to save the day. Sounds like sounds 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 like it's going to wash over me. Yep, I mean, I've seen but- it. I've seen it before. Can't remember a single damn thing about this one. So hey, it's directed by Old Man Beeman. What? Beeman? Yeah. It's Beeman. I'm there. Greg Beeman, director. Director of Brink. Stars both Spencer Breslin from You Wish and oh. Brenda Song from all the good things Brenda Song's been Decom in. Decom royalty, Brenda Song. Okay. That's, That's right. gonna be brilliant. The ultimate Christmas present is happening in a fortnight. Be ready. That's right. Be ready. Be ready for that. Uh in the meantime, thanks for listening, folks. Uh hope you enjoy the episode. We'll see you back here. In a fortnight for the ultimate Christmas present. And now, if anyone needs me, I'll be going extremely fast in a straight line for nine seconds. All right, I'm going to start the clock. Here I go. And go. All right, I'm off. My throttle, my clutch is stuck. Oh, no. The throttle's stuck. Oh, there he goes. Over the horizon. Off on who knows what adventure. Godspeed.
Oh, it's exploding. 